welcome back, everyone. We are Do We Level Up. We gather each week to play D&D in a homebrew world called Galandria. Join our intrepid group of adventurers, the Peacekeepers, as they battle evil across the continent. Now, can I get a recap, please? We um, began session as we trekked into the forest to save the captured werewolves, uh, sneaking past a few different encounters so that we may hastily find them. Uh, eventually, we stumbled into a few goblins that told us we'd uh, regret going deeper as it was the domain of their boss, who turned out to be a green dragon. Fearless as ever, we pressed on, having the goblins help guide us and make sure that we didn't run into any traps. Um, we eventually did approach the dragon, and using our various strengths, we tackled the situation. Uh, Mata snuck towards the werewolves, helping to make sure they would be free, as well as uh, befriending an Allosaurus. Heskin and Vashti spoke to the dragon, finding small pools in its defenses due to its confidence, while Shaw prepared to make sure that she would re receive the captives, and we would get out of there just fine. In the end, we decided that the only way to resolve this would be to rid Vaudaloon of this pest. A ferocious battle ensued, with spells flying and axes cleaving, and by the end of it, Shah soared into the sky with the dragon before tearing it down into the earth, ending the tyranny of the dragon over this portion of the land. Taking a deep breath, we gathered ourselves and the treasure of the area and returned to the drow of Adalun. We now spent a few weeks training and awaiting the purple moon, ready to meet the enigmatic Lunara. Okay. Shaw, you watch as your friends sail away. To safety. You look back and you see the other drow that are with you. You see them all kind of more relaxed now that the dangers have been dealt with and everyone is away. And you still have some time before the full moon. You guys did really well on time. <laughs> But my pants are getting a little sweaty, but... Okay, I'm ready to do this. Uh, do we chain ourselves to a thing, or do we just run around? They kind of look at each other and raise some eyebrows for a moment. I don't think you should chain yourself to anything. Okay, because that didn't really work that well last time. Wait, you actually did that? <laughs> Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> and you see um Varn kind of step away for a moment. <clears throat> and uh, Zed approaches. Okay. So this is your first time changing without well, with other people, I assume. Uh, Amara is in the island as well, right? Yeah, she's kind of off in the distance a little bit, but she's there. Well, uh, not quite. Uh, Amara and I, we hung out one time. What I can huh. remember, it was pretty cool, but I don't remember much. <laughs> oh, there's that. Okay, this is a this is a good beginning. I'm glad to hear this. Um. 
Amara does well when it comes to transformation. <clears throat> I oh, bet all of be this. Real honest. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what it means to do well in a transformation. Like I, I don't know what it ideally looks like. I guess. Okay. Well, it shouldn't be painful, or, ra or rather, it doesn't have to be painful. Mm. Have you ever tried to change before you are forced to? I've been able to, I guess, make myself angry enough to transform when I need it, but it's... It doesn't happen always. Okay. And mostly when it's a dangerous situation. Why don't you try changing now that it is not a dangerous situation? Ah, uh, no? She looks to all the, <laughs> the people around. <laughs> Kind of like sheepishly. <laughs> yep, for sure. She, she nods. Okay, no pressure. Uh, she'll sort of like frown and just ground herself for a second. Okay. She she holds out her hand for a second and she looks back to the others. Everyone, why don't we go for a run? And you see the others kind of like smile back at one another. And you watch as each of them transform rather quickly uh, and with ease. And they just kind of start kind of pouncing and running around. Except for uh, Zen and Amara. I had never seen so many of us before. I imagine it's just a sight to, be to behold. But you don't have to be afraid anymore. Okay, let me try this. And she'll close her eyes for a second and think angry thoughts <laughs> as he has done before. <laughs> she begins to think angry thoughts and Zen kind of, you, you, you kind of hear her and feel her approaching. And she's like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Um... Well, like I said, it, 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 I can sort of make it happen if I get angry enough. Okay. Very well. Okay. We start to somewhere that is familiar. Okay. And she backs away again. She thinks about crime. <laughs> <laughs> Unpunished crime. No. Uh, but she does think about different situations and uh, a couple of things to mind uh, from different threats they had fought against. Okay. Eventually, you're able to essentially rage. <laughs> Basically. I'll... The wolf once more. And before long... Um, Zen kind of 
waits for a moment before she also transforms and essentially gets uh, Wolf uh, Shaw to follow. And from then, you remember Amara doing the same and following. And you remember kind of just feeling free and not filled with so much worry because you're away from the danger. Or there, everyone's away from you. That's more like it. And then eventually, you just kind of fade away into the memories. And before you know it, you wake up the next morning. And it's like all the other times. Except you're, you kind of wake up and look around and you see a pile of bodies. <laughs> Not dead. <laughs> Uh, a pile of uh, of of people, all, all your people that you transformed with, uh, and yeah. Everyone Is anyone awake people. yet? Uh, yeah. Do you see Amara's awake? All right. How about a little chat with her? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She'll sort of do the like stretchy thing. <sighs> Good morning. Good morning. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Because I'm still a little blurry on things that happened during the full moon. I just remember running. Right. I meant to check in on you earlier. Is everything going okay? No, not really. Sort of looks behind her towards the pile of people and lowers her voice a little. I know it's a little different here and they definitely have, I guess, a different outlook situation, but they definitely have the experience as well. She nods. Just don't want to get to know the wolf like they ask. I don't want to reconcile with it. I just want it gone. It sounds like we might have to do it if that's what we wanted. She sighs. Yes. So I'll keep doing as they say. And I'll keep doing my best, but... In the end, I just can't view it the way they do. Well... We... We're the newbies, right? We have to have each other's back. If there's anything I can do to help, or if you want to maybe... I don't know, do extra training together? Not that I know what training is going to entail. I'll be around. She looks up and gives a a sad smile. I appreciate it. But I just want to move on already. Yeah, she will kind of not know what to say at that and give her a bit of a shaky smile and 
just sort of go back to where the rest of the people are, see who slowly gets up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, they do. They wake up slowly. Um, they seem rested and happy. Over time, you kind of, you know, spend your time on the island. <clears throat> Before heading back. Uh, and it's the kind of thing where you're, you spend time here, and then you go back, and you spend time here, and you go back. Uh, so basically, I'm going to cover uh, some, like, main points that they try okay. to teach in those two weeks. One thing, and one mm-hmm. thing only. Steve. Does he meet <laughs> us safely that morning? Uh, Yes. Yes, he does. Okay, and we are able to send him home. Yes, that's something that's going to happen over those two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least I mean, like at least getting off this island. That's all I need to know. <clears throat> yes, yes. It, it takes it takes a little while, but you guys are making the accommodations. Excellent. Because you can't keep him on board the loom because there's nowhere for him to stay. <laughs> <laughs> what? You mean we can't have a giant dinosaur in our backyard? <laughs> but yes. Um. Mm-hmm. Um, that next morning, Zen would uh, speak with Shaw, and uh, well, next morning to afternoon. But yeah, and she kind of takes her aside and sits in the sand, cross-legged, and kind of has her do the same. I bet all of this feels so overwhelming to you. Uh, In a way, I guess. I want to explain. We do get people who are touched by the moon. From time to time. Uh, I always panic a little bit because my people are very important to me. I see them as untrained threats. It's something I am still working on. But my caution is without merit. It's not without merit, and you know that. I do. I don't have to tell you. It is known. I've hurt my friends before. I've been really close to hurting Vashti and Mara before as well. She nods at this. I understand. Well, to an extent. See, I was born a werewolf. So this is all I have ever known. But... How mm -hmm. does that happen? It's a whole thing. Um... On Vadalun, essentially, we are chosen as to how, um, how to explain. It will be difficult for you to understand, but essentially, it is decided beforehand who gets to have children and who passes on what genes. And that includes those of God. She takes a moment to take in your expression. Wait, hold up. You mean this 
It comes from Lenara? No, 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 no. Um, there have been those in our line who have descended from werewolves. And your people are okay with that? This is something that is... The the selective breeding, yes. The, the werewolf thing, it's not entirely known. Well, rather, it's sort of like the wet kept secret. Everyone sort of knows, but no one really talks about it. I don't think I could imagine what it would be like to just grow up with something like this. No offense. No, not at all. That's what I was getting at, that I have only ever known this, but in my youth, my emotions made me feel much more dangerous. One day, in a fit of jealousy, I almost killed one of my own sisters because they were upsetting my girlfriend. It was a very long time ago, but I was afraid of myself. It wasn't until I received training that I was able to finally feel relaxed with myself and not feel so dangerous. But anyway, I digress. People all come here wanting to rid themselves of the gift and they're often upset and discouraged when they find out that that isn't that simple. We try to teach people to control it and understand it, to view it differently, to learn peace with it and become stronger in the end. But if after that, if after all the training and time we put in, if they still don't want to have the gift anymore, then you speak with Lunara. But I ask that you give us these two weeks and we'll work with you and continue to Mara. Give us until then to see if you still want it, to remove it. If this is how you go about it, I will follow. But I think... I don't know, it feels a little... strange. I I understand. I guess... Well, I do want it removed. I've sort of gotten used to it, I suppose. I've had the time to deal with it. But I could see why some people just want to get it done with, I suppose. She nods. Well, it's not the same for everyone, I know. It's not. All right. Pats her, pats her, her ties. How do we start? Meditation. <laughs> okay. I was, you know, I fear you were going to say that. But I will leave that to Lucy. And she gets up dust herself off. You can do this. And she steps away. And the youngest of the werewolves approaches. (laughs) 
and you see her, and I mean, you've seen all of them before, but I feel like I failed to describe them properly before, so I'll just do it now. <laughs> all right. Um, my youngest, uh, it's just what everyone has referred to as from them. <laughs> um, but they all look pretty much the same age, just like every other drow you've seen, other than the children. It, it's been nice to see children drow. Um, <laughs> but she has... A little probably, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> she probably has the longest hair out of all of them. Um, but there is a sort of youth to her cheeks. And, and her face. Uh, but it's not inexperience. She has kind of like dark gray skin. And as all the others, the extremely white hair. And like the rest of the werewolves and pretty great physical peak condition, much like <laughs> every werewolf you've met for the most part. <laughs> um, but yeah, she sits before Shaw, crosses her legs. Hi! 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 <laughs> I don't think we've actually met, not technically. Yeah, it's been a bit of a... It's been quite fast-paced around here lately. I'm Lucy. She holds out her hand. <laughs> I'm sure. And she'll take her hand. You know, you and your friends, there's some pretty great stuff back there. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. I agree. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Uh, fair warning. I'm not very good at this whole meditating thing. That's okay. Vix wasn't either. And she points back at the other one, the, the very competitive one that <laughs> uh, that you've dealt with before. Not everyone is. Um, you have to find that out the right outlet. Well, All right. first things first. We have to change how you view the wolf. Um, I... If that does not happen, you you can never come to terms with it. Just sort of fidget at that. I can, I can try. She nods. Um, understand that you view it as an enemy, and it views you as one as well. Um, and as long as that is where it remains, it it will never go any further than that. But if you can meet the wolf, see how they really are, then maybe you can change your perspective on it. There is um, a mistrust. You can see it even when you change. We saw it yesterday. Um, it is hard to explain, but anyway. We have to try to mend this wound between you. Okay. You have tried this before? I've tried meditating before. I don't. I have no idea how I'm supposed to meet the wolf, I guess, as you say. That's why the meditation is important, because it brings you to a place that 
is sort of like equal ground. Um, but if you've tried it before and you struggled with it, well, we'll try it a couple times, and if it doesn't work, there is another way. It's just kind of dangerous. We might, you would be surprised. We might, been, we might end up there anyways. But okay, meditation first. Okay, close your eyes. She'll take a deep breath and close her eyes. I want you to listen to the sound of the waves. And I want you to try to remember what it was like last night, running through the jungle, being a part of a pack, hunting together. All right, pack, part of the pack. Make it wisdom safe with disadvantage. <laughs> Her nose is really itchy, you know? She's trying really hard not to think about it. <laughs> That's a oh. six. So close. <sighs> Just hold on for a little bit. <laughs> but it's too frustrating. Shaw can't do it. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, at least we tried. Um, I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. Um, I think we will have to try the other means. We will have to go back to the island, uh, to Vadalun. We have something called um, deprivation tanks. It's kind of like a tub of water that you are submerged in, and it's closed up. Um, it's very cold, uh, and that's why it is dangerous. Uh, to someone normal, it could probably kill them. But it kind of forces you into a deep meditative state. I don't usually... That kind of sounds like a boat, but not really, but... At this point, I am willing to try anything that isn't meditation. It's more like a cold tub of water. Okay, that doesn't sound so bad. We'll see. Um, Once you get your stuff ready, and we will head back to the island. Uh, While we prepare it, you can go uh, spend time with your friends. Yeah. Okay. She kind of turns back, and they start getting ready to head off. And eventually, you guys gonna gather your stuff up and head back to the main island of Vadalun, um, where you eventually find your friends for a little while. Uh, the rest of you, you arrived on the island and basically were able to just like chill, but I imagine you were exhausted because <laughs> it was like almost sundown. So you would have been able to get your long rests and wake up the next morning and basically figure out what to do with yourselves because. Although Vashi can probably very easily um, fit into this because she's lived here and she has a home and she's much more calm here. Um, the other two, it, it's it's a little it's a little difficult figuring out what to do with like free time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you 
you can uh, whatever you do for for the rest of that day eventually um actually uh for whatever you do first that morning uh, eventually it doesn't take long for Shaw and the others to arrive probably Watson on a Heskin berating Mata for dropping her sword again (laughs) 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 Heskin you're going a little harsh on this no you don't hold it right there on the hilt you don't want your knuckle no what but this is more comfortable no, that is how they. I can do this. He's just smacking it. <laughs> hey, uh, well, no one's so actually gonna do. No one's actually gonna do that. Yes, they will. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was gonna. Yeah. You should go easy on her, Heskin. She can barely lift that thing. And then she'll go in for a big hug. Um, how was it? It was different. Mm-hmm. It's so strange seeing so many werewolves on the same place. I imagine. But it, you know, did it go well? Uh, I mean, I don't remember most of it. Also, I still can't meditate, so they're going to put me in a tub of freezing water, and maybe some people could die from it, but not me. At least that's what I got from it. Ah, I, I hear it's a saying here in Badaloon, but... You are built different, as they say. Do they... Do they say that, Askin? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Canada, Noel. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... <laughs> I see you two have gotten busy uh, how's the training going she's getting better she can lift it now that's that's improvement I make I start her out by having her hold it out straight in front of her for however long mm-hmm. she can mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that seems a reasonable place to start it went from about what? 10 seconds all the way up to 30. Yeah, that that would be enough to, you know, maybe like practice a stance or two. A short sword at most weighs like five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> They're not heavy. <laughs> well, maybe you know, not for it's, you. It's it's whatever. That's half her carry speed. <laughs> uh, carry carry weight. Oh my god. We kind of just um left Vashti to her devices and she's been having a lot of fun, I'm sure. Isn't she just been in her room reading? I've been practicing things that you all don't know about. Oh, Vashti, I didn't see you there. Being sneaky is one of them. No, it's not. Hello, how was your day? Night, evening, all of the things? It was... Mm, It was a I would venture to say fun at least what I can remember from it anyway good not so much the meditating though I was never good at that either oh thank god that does make me feel better if of all of us I would think that you would be the best one at meditating so 
That does make me feel better. I mean, considering I have to do it to sleep, quote-unquote sleep, I'm still not very good at it. I can't imagine what it's like to be bad at sleeping. <laughs> I mean, eventually you just don't do it. <laughs> Every opportunity! Look, I mean... If you can do it, you might as well do it, right? Anyway. Um Well now that we're all here, was there was there anything that, you know, we had in mind we wanted to do? I know Purple Moon well, is still a little bit of a ways out, but There's a couple errands I have to run, but first I have to get into a giant tub of ice. Ooh, that sounds fun. I'll let you know after. I'm a little on the fence about it. They did say that I could kill normal people, so there's that, but... Well, you're built differently. It is none. <laughs> you, you've ruined the drow. You've, you've ruined the... <laughs> did you have fucking clout, please? Hold on. Fucking drip. Hold on, hold on. I gotta take this out for Laura. <laughs> Laura, grab a card. Grab a card. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. What did I all. get? What did I get? <laughs> From a nearby pocket of Mata's, you hear Mew. Floof! Oh, right. Come, go, Floof. Come on. And. She'll kind of just—they've been—I wouldn't say bonding, but you know, gotten used to each other. She'll kind of just pick up Floof and pull her out. Him, him. He does that yeah, thing she'll... when cats are hungry, where they just keep meowing. Like we're quite familiar. <laughs> <laughs> you want a special effects spot, Eve? <laughs> I, I have to ask a very important question. The night mm-hmm. before, Shaw asks for Vashi to feed a poor hungry boy who's always starving. I 100% did. Yes! Uh, <laughs> fucking make a stealth check, goddammit. That's what I was gonna <laughs> ask. <laughs> Aha! <laughs> <laughs> in the process of sneakily trying to feed Archie <laughs> Skin is standing at the doorway that night and watches this happen <clears throat> oh don't be such a fuddy duddy it's literally fruit we have a very healthy diet here in Vadalun I wouldn't feed him pastries look it's a little fruit is it's it actually fruit Yes, of course. I feed him good things. I was the wrong person for Shaw to ask to feed. <laughs> so Shaw's fire to Shaw. <laughs> it's not like the fruit. It's not the fruit that we got. It's um, in my mind, it's a dragon fruit. Ooh. So the kind of white meat with the little black dots in it. I just don't want him getting. Eating these pastries. 
she constantly gets him to eat them, and he's just, they're not good for him. Here, do you want some dragon fruit? It's not made from dragons. Sure. And I will feed Archie his dragon fruit and give Heskin some dragon fruit, too. Okay. Okay. Just please explain the, the pastries are not good for him. He gets stomach aches. I've never noticed him complaining about the stomach ache. No, you don't notice it. He hides it. So he gets more. Do you get stomach aches when you eat pastries, little buddy? He flops off his feathers. Well, we'll just keep some ginger on hand. That is very good for tummy aches. But yes, but yes, but yes. Uh, your boy got fed. Yes, this is acceptable. But yeah, she'll just put out her hands for floof. Floof goes over and he gives little, 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 little cuddles. I miss you, buddy. It's been so long. I know. Did Mother take good care of you? Yes, but I'm hungry. She'll she'll give Mata the 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 squinty eyes and just take out a pastry from her bag. Who <laughs> <laughs> feeds up the pastries? You know, Shaw's not exactly a nutritionist. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> uh, I have to do a thing where you can't really, you can't really do it with me. But maybe you can like be nearby. Okay, I can stay if you want. I can protect the others. Hmm. Maybe you can. Okay, here's the plan. And she will take Floof. She will tell Floof the plan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will tell you what the plan is. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, he's staying behind with Matter. Mm-hmm. Just a little while longer, okay? I'll be back soon. Deal. I miss my dog. <laughs> oh no, Laura. Oh no. Wait, what happened? All of the cute talking between pets. I miss my dog. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's at daycare for all the listeners. Nothing bad happened to him. He's just a- <laughs> not dead. He's just at daycare. <laughs> I'm just a wimp and don't like leaving him. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. And after just spending a couple more minutes with her friends while everything gets set up, she'll head over to the thing. Also, she told Floof to take care of Mata, and if at any point she can, he, he, he can sabotage Heskin to make Mata do a little bit better in training, he should take it. Then she's not going to be doing better if she's being handed it. Ah. It's one time. It'll help her ego, okay? 
basically, it consists of uh, Floof occasionally getting in a position where Heskin can see and then just doing the big eyes and meowing. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> How much that affects Heskin is up to you. <laughs> Not even Heskin is resistant to kitty eyes. <laughs> Roll a wisdom saving throw at disadvantage. <laughs> I'll, I'll do. I'll do this. I'll roll a regular wisdom saving. Throw. <laughs> I'll allow this. I think I do a decent job of resisting the cat. <laughs> <laughs> but the cat has proficiency. <laughs> All right. Why doesn't? Why don't you roll a proficient uh, <laughs> charisma <laughs> check? <laughs> Proficiency right now is plus three. What's Floof's what's Floof save, huh? Huh? <laughs> oh my what? <laughs> That's right. That's How does right. Floof have a plus now, three? Hold Fuck on. off. Now, hold How on. does Floof hold have a plus on. three? You said proficiency is plus three. Yes, yes, yes. But we said to take into consideration his actual stats. <laughs> he has a plus one. Oh, for a charisma? Yeah. Oh dang, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry to do Heskin. better. <laughs> Look, sorry, Heskin. He does have being a plus cute. One. <laughs> being cute is something that he is proficient at. I would say at the end of it, Heskin just slowly it like picks up Floof, <laughs> just sets him inside the room with Vashti. <laughs> <laughs> You are pretty cute, but we do not want you here. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a little better. What can I say, Heskin? Again! <laughs> <laughs> so tired. <laughs> it's been like ten minutes. That's like the most modern thing you've ever said. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Okay. You ready to take a dip in water? In cold-ass water? Yep. Okay. Uh, you do have to take a short boat ride towards one of the islands. Um, but again, <sighs> they don't ever take too long. <laughs> and you are brought inside of a building. And inside that building... Uh, it's sort of like a, a, spa, a spa place. Uh, you've seen one or two of these. And you're just kind of given nods and greetings as you walk in. You're brought into a back room, uh, a quiet, dark room, where there is essentially a tank with a lid. And Zen is with you. And Lucy, because she, this is like her portion of it. All right. So I just go in and I stay in as long as I... Do I have to hold my breath? They kind of look at each other for a moment. Um, no, you'll be able to have room to breathe. Okay. Alright. Okay, I got this. We'll be here. Okay. We're going to keep a... a a look on everything and pay attention to your vitals and whatnot. Listen to your heartbeat. Um, 
it is very strongly built. So, if you need anything, just let us know. And I, just for the sake of safety, if something goes wrong, you guys will pull me out, right? Yes. Okay. sort of, I guess, turn her back to them and begin, like, taking off her armor and shit, because that could go badly. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They it's see very... the tattoos, I imagine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They don't seem to respond to Alright. I got this. And she'll get in. All right, it is freezing fucking cold. <laughs> is that thing where when you when you take a uh, a dip in cold water or when you take a cold shower, where all your air goes like <gasps> it just got taken out of you? Yep. <laughs> but she's able to quickly climb in, and it take it takes a moment to adjust. Uh, but they are able to collide. And everything kind of goes away. The water is to the point where it's up to like her ears, but she can breathe. And at first, all she can hear is like the chatter, the, the chittering of her own teeth. And she kind of has to listen to just her breathing. And you can't, you can't hear anything else from outside of the area. Everything sounds like it's underwater. But that's kind of part of the point, because you can't hear anything from the outside world. You can't smell anything other than the water. And you can't see anything outside of the darkness. Yeah, I mean, it takes her a little bit to actually get to that point. Oh, yeah. I imagine her mind sort of races for a while. Kind and of like when you're trying to focus on something and then... It does the complete opposite. Exactly. And it's the thing where you're, uh, especially Shaw's used to moving around and doing stuff. Uh, your body wants to like move. Um, but rather than feel that, that awful sensation when like you ever have those nights where you can't sleep and you want to move and do things, but your mind needs the, like, your body needs the rest, but your mind and body want to like get up. <laughs> um, no, I love naps. But <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> um, that feeling isn't there because of the cold. Uh, for the body, at least. It kind of numbs it to not feel that, that feeling. Um, but her mind goes places to the things that she's trying to avoid, the things she's trying not to think about. Family, home. Yeah. Until eventually she goes to the only place that isn't those things. Which is a forest. A peaceful, relaxing forest. Kind of looks like outside of Woodpine, honestly. 
back when I faced less dangers to be in the wolves in the woods with just Haskin and Archie and Fluff. Where you knew you could kind of be safe out there and not worry about hurting people. Yeah, she'll she'll mentally walk around the forest. And you do. Until eventually you come across a wolf. Not a werewolf, a big brown wolf. How big um, are we talking about here? Uh, like, like large size, I guess you could say. Like horse big? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a, about about as big as a horse. <laughs> Probably not as tall as them, like, like head-wise, you know what I mean? But, like, big. <sighs> and it looks just as surprised to see you as you are to see it. And it kind of just pokes its head up and the ears kind of twitch a little bit and looks at Shaw. She'll sort of hold out her hands in a I'm-not-here-to-harm-you way. <laughs> you see it kind of like get ready to run for a moment but waits oh no 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 wait 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 oh. I guess we're supposed to talk though I'm not sure how that's going to work I was told that I should try this but to be honest I don't know how to go And she'll slowly sit down on the floor, just like facing towards the wolf. The wolf. It takes I don't know a little bit. Most of these things. It just kind of waits for a little while before eventually sitting. Fighting comes easy. I, I don't know if it was something that I did before or, or maybe just something I picked up after. This. I don't know how to do this, I guess. It stares back at you with a quiet intelligence. We're supposed to... I don't know. We're supposed to understand each other, but I... I don't know how to do that. I, I can listen, but... I don't know if you can talk. You see a nearby butterfly just start kind of flapping around you guys. And the wolf seems interested in it and breaks eye contact with you. And kind of does that thing when when dogs are really hungry and they want food and they kind of like tap their feet. Uh, except she doesn't look hungry. She just looks excited. And eventually the butterfly lands on her nose. And she doesn't move. She just stays there and looks at it. 
and eventually it flies off. As I thought. As you say that, she looks back at you. Gets a little bit closer and then sits back down again. Yeah, she'll just, I guess, stay there quietly with the wolf. And it feels like hours pass by and it slowly nudges closer and closer, very little bit at a time. Each time kind of gauging you, smelling the air. Until eventually, what feels like nightfall comes. And. I how long I've been in here. You feel a snout kind of like sniffing at your side and face. She'll freeze for a moment and then just sort of like let it happen. And just sniffs all around. There's a moment where you feel like a, a small lick. Hey. She'll slowly put out her hand. She smells the hand and licks it. Okay. Kind of smells. We're getting somewhere. Uh, she'll try to, I guess, do the thing where you like pat the, the dogs under like snout first before like scratching the side of their face. <laughs> uh, yes, you're able to do so. Uh, and she loves the scratch. <laughs> I think we are getting somewhere. She kind of like shakes her fur and does that thing that dogs do when they let out like a, a breath of like like all the air. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you see her ears kind of go up and look off in the distance and begin to run and, and stop and look back at you. Uh, yeah, if she begins to run, Shaw will stand up and sort of just go, wait. And go after her. And you go after her as you guys run through the woods. Until eventually, you feel yourself taken out of this place. As you are kind of pulled out of the freezing cold water. By Lu <gasps> and Zen. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Okay. Yes. That's a lot colder than I remembered. <laughs> they have a bunch of towels that they start throwing on her. <laughs> yeah, she'll sort of shiver and just pull them closer. The towels, I mean, not the drow. <laughs> they have these kind of magically uh, warmed towels that when you put it on, you could see like this, the cold steam rising off of you. You know, we could use some of these in Rohind. <laughs> we'll look into that, I guess. <laughs> uh, 
and uh, yeah, I, a- uh, mm-hmm. I saw it. I, 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 I think I met the wolf. Okay, okay. How was it? It took a while, but actually, how long have I been here? They look at one another, and Lulu says, "I mean, uh, sorry, uh, Lucy says a while." <laughs> Figured it turned to nightfall. And anyways, uh, it took a while, but I think we're getting somewhere. She looks, um, Lulu looks at you. Uh, why do you say Lulu? What the heck? <laughs> Lucy looks at you and she kind of gives like a slight nod and a smile. You see, uh, a little perspective. It was nothing like when I transformed. It wasn't angry. If all you've known is rage, then that's all you ever get to know. But anyway, think on that while we help to warm you up and then we'll get you back to your friends. You're probably worried. Yeah. I could use some of Vashti's tea now. And she'll, she'll follow along. <laughs> yeah. It takes you a little time to just get warmed up into a place where you're comfortable to kind of like put your armor back on and uh, your hair is wet and, and uh, you're able to dry it up, but it does the thing where it's like super messy looking. <laughs> yeah, she'll she'll do the she'll do the the dog or shake it off. <laughs> uh, but eventually, you're brought to your friends outside of Vashi's home, and yeah. <sighs> it really is quite late now. They're probably all awake except for Heskin. <laughs> Feel judged. <laughs> Look, as, as the only other member of the party who sleeps, don't worry about it. Same. And yeah, she will. I don't know if I have a key. I don't know. Do they have keys? Is it Do like Canada? Are all, all, are all the doors crime. open? Doors are open. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Okay, no well. Uh, I thought Falgoon was Canada. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> we will we will go and uh, enter the building I guess um Vashti would be sitting down waiting for you with a fire going and the kettle already over the fire you really are a blessing of Lunar <laughs> next to next to Vashti oh thank you let's see <sighs> What do we need to keep you warm? Do you um, lavender tea or cocoa? I think I would prefer the cocoa. I'm kind of hungry and I feel like it has a little bit more substance to it. Oh, you just wait. You haven't seen the kind of cocoa I make. And Vashi like runs off. Mata, do you want some? Cocoa, please. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Haskin, are you awake? He's here snoring. <laughs> okay, no cocoa for Haskin. 
Uh, and she runs to her cupboard and she opens up her cupboard and she takes out this um, purple wrapped box and she unties the bow and she gets three um, mugs and goes over and grabs the kettle off of the fire and pours it out in the sink and fills it with milk and then puts it back over the fire. Uh, and then she very carefully takes three um, fears out of this box and places them in the uh, in the mugs. Now, this is a Vadolin special. We've, we've learned how to make these here. Um, when the milk is warm, you just pour the milk on top of the spheres and the hot cocoa and all of the marshmallows bubble up out of the sphere. What's a marshmallow? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's just the thing. And Mara, how was training, Mara? You sound a little bit, well, tired. Well, you wouldn't be wrong. It's 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 going. It's a little tough, but you know, Haskin is. He's all harsh and. Oh, do this. Do this better. <laughs> but it's That's fun. pretty spot on. Oh, you know, I try. I almost thought Heskin walked in the room. <laughs> Turns around. Oh, well, you know. I think he's fast asleep. I must have tired him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think... <laughs> you know, I think you probably also gave him a room for his money. Thanks. You know me so well. But let's figure out this uh, hot chocolate situation. I've never seen yeah. anything quite like this. So. Come here. And she'll sort of pat the spot next to her and just sort of lift the blanket so she can get under the blanket. Oh. Oh, absolutely. She will head over there and kind of... I, I was going to say snuggle in, but she's she'll sit close to Sha and kind of share mm-hmm. her warmth. Mm-hmm. 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 Um... And then the milk gets warm, and Vashti gives each of them their mug. Okay, now come, come, come. You have to watch. You have to watch what it does. And she pours the hot milk over top of the uh, chocolate spheres. And the hot milk melts through the first layer of the chocolate and it fills the cup, and then little tiny marshmallow balls start floating to the top. Yeah. Whoa. That's... That was magic, right? There's got to be some sort of magic in this. <laughs> no. The balls are made out of, or the spheres are made out of chocolate, and then we put a little bit of cocoa inside the chocolate with the marshmallows, and the hot water melts it, and then you just stir it up, and you get hot cocoa. There's a fancy way to do it. It's should look the matter. So magic, right? It's magic. Yeah. <laughs> Vashti has introduced hot chocolate bombs into the uh, lore of this world. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, as always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and yeah, she'll tell them all about what happened and meeting the wolf and all, all of that stuff. I have a special thing for tea, too. Whenever we would decide to make tea. So you just kind of like sat with the wolf? I, I guess it wasn't 
Uh, I guess I expected it to be more aggressive, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it was just there, and it was... I guess it wanted to chase the butterfly? That doesn't that sound... pretty... Yeah. yeah. Is that scary or dangerous? It's... Well, it is... It is a part of you, Sean, no? And you, as a person, are not dangerous. You would much rather chase butterflies than fight or give in to anger and rage. So the wolf being a part of you is the same. I guess. But it was like really big, guys. It was like horse size big. <laughs> I mean, that's wait, horse size? That is a yeah. large wolf. Okay, Mada, don't get any ideas. You're not going to ride Shaw's wolf. Uh, no, I didn't have any ideas like that. But that's... I wonder if that is, like, inside of you. Like, I mean, I figure that this is kind of like a spirit. You know? And you got, you got lots of spirit. And you got a big heart. Maybe this kind of shows that, you know? Maybe. First day at school was great. <laughs> what, do you have much more to do, do you know? Or? I don't know. Maybe I'll have to go back in a couple times. In which case, I... Uh, yeah, I, maybe you can teach me how to make that... Magic... Hot cocoa thing, because I feel like I might need it if I go do that again. <laughs> I have plenty in the cupboard. You just will wrap one up and you can take it with you. Yes. We should definitely work on getting some of this to grow hide. It's not okay. as cold there, but it, it can get a little chilly from what I remember. They could definitely use it. Maybe if I decide to stop adventuring and not come home, I could open a little hot chocolate and tea shop somewhere. Oh, wait. Was it? Your friend, she sort of like scratches her head thinking about the name. Didn't she also have like a tea shop or something in Rohind? Maybe you could invest. Oh, right. I could just go and work with her. Yeah, open a franchise or something. You could expand. That would be fun. You could have like one in each major city. I think it would be appreciated in Azergrun, too. Azergrun does appreciate the finer things in life. Mm. Tomorrow night, I'll have to show you our tea. Yep, I am definitely looking forward to that. Not so much the cold, but that. And yeah, we probably just sit there and chat for a bit longer. Before Shaw is just too exhausted and needs to go to sleep. Also, Mada, you're not off the hook, young lady. What? Don't think I didn't see you riding a dinosaur? Uh, it was completely under control. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Were you sure we- that its friends weren't going to, like, eat you? 
It was the leader of the pack. You know how those things work. Mm-hmm. Just lets out a lets out a little like whatever noise an allosaurus makes, and they all listen to it. I was not in any danger other than the dragon, and you guys took care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she does the over the glasses look thing. Oh god. Which she doesn't need the glasses here, so I don't know why she's still wearing them, but she does the she just minor illusions glasses just yeah. for the look. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just for the moment. Just for the oh. sass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look in it worked, it made a distraction and we're fine. And we're fine. It was pretty impressive. Time. I will give you that. Thank you. I'll, I'll I'll be more conscious of it next time. Big dog, small cat. Oh my god! <laughs> and <Right>. with that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, eventually sleep slash um, meditation slash no sleep takes you. <laughs> takes you off. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is continued over the next couple weeks where you take the uh, a couple of the cold baths to kind of do the forced meditation thing. Um, uh, just a couple times, honestly, uh, for Shaw. Um, uh, and during that process, you're kind of approached by each of the other ones. Um, at one point, Zar, uh, Varn approaches you and he's kind of has kept a lot to himself. Uh, and while you're on the island once more, he kind of approaches you, Shaw. Hello, Shaw. Hi. Wait, who is this? Varn, the <laughs> only male werewolf. Right. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Look, Bard. that was that was kind of in character. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Hi. I've been told you've met your wolf. A couple of times now. It's it's going. We're getting there. I think. Okay. Uh, tell me, have you ever been a werewolf outside of battle or protecting your allies? Mm, not really. No. I thought so. Hmm. Is it weird that you're the only guy around here? He kind of looks around. Here or in Vadalun? Well, I, I haven't seen many uh, guys, I guess. Hmm. There are not many of us. It is in our genes, I suppose. Right. Finally, somebody who understands. <laughs> I believe it is differently here. Yeah. I believe it is for every ugh, I cannot recall if it was five or ten females that is a male. That's you know I can see what some people would come here. He nods. Anyway. Uh, back to the task at hand. 
Hmm. Right. Wait, what's the task? We need to get your wolf familiar with your allies while you are not in danger. Wouldn't that be dangerous while we're practicing? Well, the full moon has come and gone. Uh, you have changed before without harming your allies. Uh, mostly? Mm -hmm. We were thinking we bring them here to the island and you change to the wolf outside of combat in a more relaxed environment. I still don't know if I can do that. I can try, but I just don't want to put my friends in unnecessary danger. I have a feeling they won't be. I'll frown a little at that, but with one condition. Mm hmm. I don't know. Does it have to be all of them? I think his kid could maybe take a couple of. Well. It's just. I guess I'm just extra worried for Mara and Bash. Well, if it makes you feel better, all of us will be here for supervision. And we can do one at a time, and then all together. We could take okay. it slow. I guess I can ask him if it's okay with him. He nods. Alright, I'll do that. <sighs> <laughs> uh, and that's something that, that takes all weeks of, of time, slowly. Um... And next we can we can cover a little bit more of that of like people hanging out on the island and and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And she wouldn't have to be a werewolf the whole time. It's more like short bursts of like werewolf and not danger all around. <laughs> of basically mm -hmm. like hanging out at the beach. Um, but yeah, uh, that's something that you do over a couple weeks, kind of deal. And uh, yeah, we'll cover that a little bit more next next week for that part. Um, and another part is with Zen when one of the weeks she kind of takes you aside and uh, starts teaching you how to focus your transformations and she does the thing where she does before where she has you sit cross-legged like she does on the beach she bounces her leg up and down <laughs> um I understand if all of these teachers are teachings are a lot at once, but it is so we are teaching you so you can learn to do it over time. It's going to take some time. Alright. So what are we doing today? Am I talking with the wolf? Am I trying to transform? Um what's today's lesson? Today, was, uh, I'm going to teach you how to focus your transformations. So, rather than transforming your entire body, you can change just little bits of it at a time. Wait, I can do that? 
She kind of closes her eyes for a moment and then opens them back up and they look all yellow like a wolf's. It will take a while to master, but it can be quite useful. That's really cool, not going to lie. (laughs) She blinks a couple times as she smiles. Okay. It will take some time, but I think you can do it. Close your I eyes. Got this. <laughs> yeah, she'll close her eyes. <laughs> I want to. F- I want you to focus on one part of your body to change. Um, envision it. Uh, reach out to the wolf for aid. Uh, pick something. A part of your body. Something small, like your eyes or teeth or nails. <sighs> right. She'll focus, like I guess, on on her hands. Okay, okay. Is it something that she can see? Now, envision that part of your body. Envision, once again, the wolf. What they looked like when you met them. The way their ear twitched. The way they smelled. and ask them for help. Make me a wisdom check with advantage. I get advantage. (laughs) It's just a check, right? Not a save. Check, Check, yeah. 16. 16, okay. Now focus on that. Imagine it. Imagine them changing. Let her in. Yeah, and try. Yeah, you feel really no different. And you kind of like take a moment and you just breathe and sigh. And then you open your eyes and you see your nails sharper and a little bit of fur on the fingertips for a moment. Oh, I did it. (laughs) I really wasn't expecting that to work. And it it goes back to normal. (laughs) (gasps) Hey, but you did it. This is good. Okay. All right. Oh, let me try again. And she'll <laughs> work on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it comes for Vix's turn, and she does that thing uh, over the couple weeks where when she first comes up, she's like, you got lucky in the fruit challenge. I hope you know this. You know, some people are just good at doing things. And others cheat with magic items. Hmm. I guess we'll see next time. I bet you can't beat me across the beach in wolf form. She'll squint at that. She squints back. 
with yeah. like a playful smile. I know what you're doing. And it's working. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an athletics check. Um, athletics check. That's going to be a... I'm not raging. Oh, it's a 19. 19, okay. You are able to just wait, beat her. Wait. Oh, oh. You didn't. You didn't have your, your. I think you're still rolling with floof. You don't add your strength. Oh, that's true. Oh shit! You're right. I rolled the floof. <laughs> you rolled a 19. So that should be like a 20 something. And that I beat again. You very much beat her at ah, this. Ah, ah. <laughs> what would that be? What's what's my what's my athletics? Uh, yeah, it's a plus nine. So it's fuck. It's oh, a 28. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Chill, chill. <laughs> you are able Look. to beat, whoop her ass, kind of deal. <laughs> and she did really well, but you know, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not good enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you beat her to the other side, and she's she's just like, okay. You see, you see what you did there. It's important to let the wolf run free. If she has more than one day of freedom, then when the full moon comes, there's no need for as much aggression. I suppose that makes sense. But that wasn't her running, that was me. Isn't it? Bit of a side eye. Give it time. You'll understand. Yeah. And yeah, basically you get uh, get taught to kind of like, yeah, basically what she said. Over time, just kind of uh, turn to the wolf form and go for runs, essentially. Uh, and she is constantly challenging you to different competitive things. <laughs> yes. Which shall win more often than not. Every one of them. <laughs> she wins from, from time to time, but it's more it's like a like Shaw ten, her three kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and through that they, they uh, she kinda teaches you about um, basically the more you hold it in, the more she wants to get out kind of deal. And then that builds and builds until when the full moon comes, she demands to be free. Um, but yeah. Until right. finally, the final step is taught to you by Zev. Um, as rather than her taking a side, uh, 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 Zen tells you to go see her kind of deal. And she's sitting by a tree, just relaxing, drinking. And when you, when you stand up to her, she looks you up and down without anything for a while. She kind of gestures for you to sit. She'll do so. Struggling to remain quiet as it appears that she wants to be. Yeah, she just sits there. Doesn't say anything. She just looks at you. She'll, like, scratch the no- her nose. <laughs> and this goes on Look for a around. while. <laughs> or she doesn't say anything. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yes, she just waited. <laughs> great 
<laughs> and it catches you off, off guard when she finally oh. speaks. Oh, God. All right. I was starting to think that I was back in the meditation chamber and I was making everything up. Okay. You have proven to be a great hunter. An even better warrior. You should meet my friend Haskin. Actually, I think you met him, but you should talk to him. She folds her arms. Yes, the hunter. That's, yeah, that's kind of his thing. I like him. Well, I don't like him too much because there's this girl that he really likes and she likes him back too. So <laughs> I wouldn't get too much in the way of that. I think she could maybe be one of those really scary, quiet people. I, I don't have any proof, but I it's just a feeling I have. Also, she's just really nice. <laughs> she grins for a moment. I think um, she'd totally kill a bitch, but, you know, she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and with this, this alone here, you have kind of like a closer look at her. And you see, uh, even though... Even though she definitely sees seems the the wisest out of all of them, out of most of the job you've met, actually, she still looks almost just as young as the others. In her hair, you you maybe see a single strand of blonde, but the the main thing that makes up her face is a a sort of bandana that she keeps. Or a cloth that she keeps that covers one side, uh, covers one of her eyes, and you see the scar that curls across her her face and lips. But the single eye stares at you, and she smiles. Trust me, darling. He could not handle me. Hmm. Understood. <laughs> but anyway. You have proven to be a great hunter and a great warrior. But strength alone does not come from muscles. And I would know, because I have the best muscles. You do? Like, you are in pretty good physical shape, I won't lie. I wanted to get some tips for, like, you know, and she sort of, like, points to an area. <laughs> I think I'm getting a little thin, maybe it's because I haven't been doing enough of enough reps or something. Mm, so maybe I, I can learn something. For this, like, mm. be able to help for that portion, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I am not like the others. Yes, you were born as werewolves, but I was not. I chose to become one. You made the choice to become she nods silently you weren't turned or she shakes her head at this show will sort of like scoosh forward a little why hmm. while I told this story last week at the beach when your friends were here but you were in wolf form so i'll tell you again 
Although I'm not going to go Actually, you know what? You know what? We're going to say she tells you, but I'm not going to cover it until next week because it's a story and she wants to tell it next week. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. But the point is, even with the choice, I was not prepared for what it would be like. I felt for the longest time like I was a dangerous weapon. I can understand that. I think the others try to understand, but they do not truly know the extent of it like you and I do. I don't think they do either. But it doesn't mean that they are wrong either. Uh, I know. I understand now. But I still can help but feel like... I don't know. It's a little off-putting, I guess. To force. Uh, it just kind of feels a little forceful. You have people come here and... I understand that they want to be able to... I guess... Better explain what the situation is but I also understand that there's people want to get rid of it and don't want anything to do with it she hands you her flask of drink to share yeah she'll she'll take a a little sip just for the you know Mm -hmm. for social social, (laughs) but it's like a very very little like a very sweet kind of berry almost wine just a little bit. She doesn't really. Yeah, no drinking for sure. Thank you. I guess. I can see why some people just want a gun. And I don't think that they should have to spend more time with it than necessary if that's the case. If they're sure of it. She nods. You are speaking of Amara. Not just her, in general. But yes. She nods. Do you know what it takes to remove this? I... guess I don't, actually. My friend Bashti, she just said that... Monara might be able to help, and... She's been calling for so long that I guess I just... I guess I just thought she just could. There are two ways to have this removed. She'll listen. The first way is very old, and none of us, not even Lunara, can change the way this is, but it is just the way it started. The first way is to kill the one that turned you and eat out their heart. (gasps) 
sounds. She sort of just shakes her head. Exactly. And the second. A wish. That doesn't sound too complicated. <laughs> she snickers. Only a god can do a wish. Outside of that, there are ways. I have heard that there are those who seek knowledge and learn. Very rare. And Lunara can do this but once a year. Does that mean... Sort of clenches her jaw at hearing this. I understand. She nods. That's why we try not to get anyone's hopes up about it. And try to instead... Help them find peace. just looks very pensive at this point. I guess I understand. I will say over time I did learn and Zendathra has said that it is as if you were torn in two when you were transformed. What does that mean? Well, you have met the wolf, no? Uh, yeah, but I thought that was like a standard procedure. It is as if <clears throat> when you were turned, you were not given something new but instead gripped in two and all of your rage and anger and animal instincts were put into one half of you it is a part of you and I struggled with that for a very long time to accept that a part of me could be violent and aggressive in that way could be a danger to my people. But it is a part of you. So if you are ripped in two, the goal would be to become one again, no? I suppose. Neither of you asked for this. You have given me some things to think about, I guess. She nods. Yeah, Take some time. Mm -hmm. When you're ready, you can come back. She'll give a nod and just slowly stand up and go for a walk, actually. Mm -hmm. 
eventually if you want. You can make your way back to the main island. The choice is yours. Yeah, I'll say that evening when she goes back home, back to Bashti's house, she's definitely a lot more quiet. And, and yeah, she'll sort of just sit by the fire and carve for a bit. And you are all together. I'd like to think as a group we're rather empathetic. I think so, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think kind of picking up on the mood Sha is in. Seeing that she's not talking or bursting happiness, will kind of, at least Mana will definitely kind of just hang out by the fire, reading one of the books she found. Does Vashti do murder mysteries? Oh, Vashti's <laughs> on a bathroom break. Well, while Vashti's on a bathroom break, I am making a canon that she has a few murder mysteries in the. In the Listen, yes, and. <laughs> so she's definitely. Uh, Mana's reading a murder mystery about a. Um, a uh, group of seven missing dwarves in Cayman Helm. Hmm. Did they all have very distinct personalities? Yeah, one of them was a uh, bashful. One of them was a little dopey. <laughs> yeah, he's a drug addict. <laughs> oh boy. I'd yeah. be in Stenberg, actually, but yes. Stenberg, <laughs> yes. So yeah, um, Mod is definitely. No, I don't want to. I'd say she's like on the ground, kind of leaning up against. Well, is Shaw carving on a chair? Or would she be on the ground? Um, she's probably on the floor itself, like on the carpet in front of the fire. Okay. Well, I assume there's chairs there, and Mata will kind of be uh, um, leaned up on the chair nearest Shaw. Not really talking, but kind of just being alone together. Yeah, she'll just quietly carve. <laughs> Tea? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe that could help. That will make some tea. It is special tea. She pulls another jar down and she takes um, what looks like a little pressed rose um, out of the jar and pops it in a mug. Anyone else? Tea? I'll take some. Plop, plop, plop. And she pours it in the cups and hands them over. And they look like uh, when the water goes into it, it kind of blooms and it looks like a flower floating in the the teeth as it steeps. She'll set aside whatever she was carving. And just sort of look up to Bastion. Have you ever heard of something called a wish? A wish? Yeah, you know? Vashi, you would know uh, of it. Uh, that it's like something a lot of uh, mages aspire to, but very, very, very rarely do any learn to find that kind of magic. Like. The spell, or like when you toss the silver into a fountain and think really hard about what you want? Like the magic thing. Ah, yes. Uh, I have indeed heard about the wish magic. Um, 
I only know of one person who's able to do it. It's very, very powerful magic. Not Wait. something that I will probably ever be able to do. You know someone who can do it? Yes, Lunara grants wishes sometimes. Oh, right. She'll deflate a little at that. Why? Oh. I've been told about how the whole process works, I guess. The process of Purple Moon, you mean? Um, in a way, she can only help one person. In that way, I mean. I'm sure she can do other great things, but the wish, she can only make one. You brought in the most fruit. I know. Are you thinking of giving your wish to someone else? What if there's other people who need it more? That is always the... dilemma of Purple Moon, I guess. Everyone who goes and everyone who wishes to have an audience with Lunara has a wish. And it is generally just the question of whose year it is. But here, don't fear offending or upsetting or disappointing any of any of the drow that are here. Like, <laughs> we live year by year. If our wish isn't granted this year, then perhaps next year is the year. It's a system of hope, I guess, that we continue to live by, and we're always very appreciative and excited for the person whose year it is. The people that travel here and maybe don't always live by our ways or who aren't used to our, our style of living, they sometimes get more disappointed. But they generally just leave and some come back, some don't. Those that don't were maybe not necessarily true believers of Linara, I guess. Not that you have to be a true believer to get your, your wish granted, but there's something about having the faith that the thing that is supposed to happen is the thing that will happen. And Lunara knows who needs it most. So it might be you. It might be someone else. And if it's not, I think you can take heart and take hope in what you've learned over these past few weeks. And that while maybe now isn't the time that your wolf is removed from you, you have a relationship with her now. And maybe there's some good that comes from that. So she's the one who chooses? Lunara hears everyone's plea and then she deems which one to grant. 
I'll say she looks a little bit more reassured by this. That's good to hear, at least. But in the end, if if she chooses you and you don't feel like it's right, you can give your wish to someone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've been meeting with her once a year for about 50 years, still asking my question. But it's not my time yet. And she's never... She's never... Oh, sorry, she's never chosen her... I don't want to bring up a sore subject, I guess. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's... I will always ask her until I have my answers, but I think her not answering me is her saying that giving me the answer to what I am looking for is too easy. It's part of my journey as becoming who I am to figure it out for myself. She could just decide to tell me one day, but then what would I have to live for after that? A tea shop? Coming back here and being the town weirdo who knows answers to things? At least with this, I have a purpose. You will always have a purpose. You're a friend. And that's what she knows. And so she doesn't tell me. But I will ask as I do every year. I guess that makes sense. And she'll just put her head on Mata's shoulder. You guys will be around for Purple Moon, right? Of course we will. Mm-hmm. And Heskin will be awake for it? <laughs> I feel like he's been sleeping a lot lately. For like two weeks. I think you just Maybe it's like a home. dragonborn thing. <laughs> like I know that bears hibernate. Maybe it's like a like a dragonborn hibernation period. Ask him about it. Granted it's <sighs> very late right now, but Right. <laughs> yeah, we'll enjoy our tea. Yeah. And the rest of the two weeks is um, pretty much uh, just continued training and talking and working through your thoughts. Um, I will say at one point you do see Amara kind of sitting by herself as she does. And when you approach her, you see that she has tears and she kind of, when she sees you approach, she kind of wipes them away. Um, hold up. <laughs> Wisdom check. <laughs> yep. Uh, Shaw will frown a little and uh, she will sort of approach. Hi, Shaw. Hi. You look like you could use a hug. 
She smiles. A friend, maybe? Yeah. I can definitely give that and a hug later if you change your mind. And she'll sit next to her. I'll let you know. I learned about the truth. The wish? She nods. Would you rather you hadn't known about it? I don't know. Just sort of had... look up. Oh, God. No, please, please. Just sort of look up at the sky the stars and whatnot. I, I think there's something to be said about being hopeful. And you probably don't feel very hopeful now, but maybe that could change. If a god is going to come down to give a wish to somebody, it's not going to be me. You don't know that. After what I did. And she trails off. Shall one push it? I think. The fact that you've made your way here and that you've challenged yourself for weeks now. I think it speaks to something. And I think she'll see that. She looks at you. Why are you such a good person? <laughs> She'll give her a little smile. Good people and good company bring that out on me, I guess. She rests her head against your shoulder. Chago will give her a little side hug. No one deserves it more than you. I guess we'll see. If it's meant to be, she will know, right? She sighs. Maybe. And you guys are able to stay there for a little while. But she seems a little more at ease now that she had a friend to talk to kind of thing. <laughs> but we'll make sure to keep an, keep an eye on her throughout the, the next, like, before time, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's the training continues and it, it does become everything becomes a little bit easier over time. It becomes more comfortable. Um, it's still it's still difficult to kind of buy into, like, the complete mentality of it, because these people were born and raised on this kind of like belief and system. And also, as you come to learn, uh, the youngest amongst them is about 200. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, so, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I will say she will make mm -hmm. a point of inviting Amaro to like 
hot chocolate nights. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And yeah, she she definitely opens up a little bit more in that way. Um, but when it comes to the training, she she struggles too much with it. Where she like basically she fights it essentially, and it's it's just too difficult for her. Uh, and they don't push it too much beyond that. Like they keep trying to an extent, but they don't want to push her too much. Um, but you see the worried faces amongst them, kind of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, two weeks of this goes on. Um, she at least does become more comfortable in hanging out with you guys and with the hot chocolate nights and whatnot. <laughs> um, she appreciates the company and the friends. But the two weeks eventually do pass. Until eventually, on the, the days and nights leading up, you guys start, all start seeing the decorations kind of getting put up and the excitement and energy, everything changes as it gets closer and closer and the people of Vadaloon are extremely excited. excited. <laughs> Um, the energy is just completely different, more charged. Uh, I assume Vashi <laughs> um, shares in this. <laughs> can I, uh, Absolutely. Can I get Heskin like little flowers to put around his horns? Oh God! <laughs> you can get them. I don't know if he'll wear them. <laughs> well, I just wasn't sure if they were like like purple and yeah kind of like purple flowers for the night sky some yellow ones for the stars She'll get oh yeah them. absolutely absolutely yes can uh i picked these up for you it's i figured it was festive and you can put these on your horns because that's going to put them on mine you like <laughs> horn buddies uh. I don't. Uh, Shaw like gives him a like dagger looks from across the room. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> fine. Oh, yes. All right. I can't quite reach your horn, so I might need you to kneel down. But I'll go ahead and put these in there, and I'll just tie them, and I'll make sure they look really nice and pretty. I think that you look good in them. He's just gonna sit down. It's my revenge. And yeah, she'll just kind of, <laughs> she'll uh, kind of tie them around your horns and make them look really nice. <laughs> Definitely, probably sticks out from the green and the black. But... Shaw won't say anything, but she'll just give a nod to her skin. Don't say anything. <laughs> I wasn't going to. But the day arrives. Games and shows all day long are portrayed. And we're talking shows. <laughs> all kinds of various shows. And also games. I mean, I forgot the keyboard. But are there shows? Yes. I, I, I think they're only. I think they're only games. Mm-hmm. 
But on top of that, there are also shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I always misplaced this. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Two days I, of prep can save I, you from this. Vashti, uh, while, while they're finished set, setting things up, uh, so what, what do we do here at Purple Moon? What do we say to do? I, I hear there's games and shows, but what is games, <laughs> food, fun, what kinds laughter, of music, shows? You show those games and shows? Vashi, <laughs> you would know, first of all, there are fireworks basically throughout the whole day, but um, there's also uh, a tradition that's done every year. And that is because all the drow have white hair, there is a sort of tradition on Purple Moon that there are hair dyes that are given out. Uh, and you get to choose whatever color you want to have temporary different hair colors. Um, and you already see on the streets, every single drow has their hair colored, essentially. Um, another thing that you see amongst them is people have face paintings of all different kinds of designs that all have moon-like designs to them. Um, and, and you know, Vashi, that there are foods imported from all around that, that have been imported for the last couple of weeks that are kind of prepared now. Um, so basically, anything you can think of, for the most part, for the reason, you can have at these festivals. <laughs> uh, on top of the games such as knife throwing and ring tossing and stuff, you know, the normal stuff that there are, um, there's also kissing booths and a whole bunch of shows from a variation of dancing to music to sword dancing uh just it is it is a th- like a thing of like signing up to do stuff and Masha, you know this really well that you can sign up to like do shit um and amongst them um there are several performances that go throughout the day uh one of which um is Actually, it, all right. You know the song "Take on Me." Yes. Take on me. Take, Take on, me. on me. Yeah, exactly. No, stop it. We'll get a copyright strike. No, oh, no, stop it. No, 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 no. This is going on the internet. <laughs> Put it there. Uh, that song. Hold on. Ah, oh, fuck. Shit balls. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Focus. You can do this. Relax. Games and shows. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> if there isn't a hogs booth, Shaw is opening one, and they're free. <laughs> you are absolutely able to do this, and yeah, you give free hugs left and right. <laughs> absolutely, people are all about it. Um, but Shaw basically, those free hugs. <laughs> the reason I, I mentioned the thing about the uh, take on me is because there's a version of the song that you know, which is the ukulele song, um, uh, uh, based on the on the old legend, which is these are the lyrics to it. But they're sung as if it's take on me, like in that style. Um, so so just kind of like play that out in your head, kind of thing, because I'm not about to fucking sing. Um, I have sung that for them. Do it! I dare you! I dare no, you to I'm sing like- that song. I've sung the song for them before. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you have yeah. sung the song before. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, Gosh, she's going yeah. a different tune, but... Absolutely, yeah. exactly, exactly. So this one is sung in that tune. 
Uh, and this is what the performer looks like. And something that stands out about her, first of all, she has really short hair, which most most drow keep their hair long. Um, you see an occasional few that have it up or cut, uh, but none have it as short as she has had it. Uh, and that's just a part of her performance and persona. But one thing that sticks out to you, Mada, is the cape that she has, the cloak. And on the inside, it looks like an entire star system, like the night sky itself. <laughs> and Vashi would probably... Uh, Vashi, you would know that these this is like a pretty like common magic item here that you can get on Purple Moon. Uh, so if you want, you could either lead Mata to it or acquire it to give it to her. Choice is yours. Choice is yours. Or not, not talk about it at all, but I, I figured she would. <laughs> don't talk about it at all. Don't feed into this. Don't mention it. Don't, don't even look at it. I wonder if the DM is intending for this item to go to Amara. No, no, no. No way, no way, no way. Uh, well, they're, they're literally sold at stands. It's like those uh, little uh, little flashlights that spin that you get at like Disneyland. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's actually the like tackiest thing in, in the fucking island. But okay. I need to I need to get my coffee. I'll be right back. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, those are kind of sold at stands where like anyone can get them, kind of deal. Uh, and and they're just like a couple of gold pieces. Uh, and. Vashi, you know that the magic item is literally just that it looks like basically it's made to look like a night sky uh, with the stars and everything. That's it. That's the entire mm -hmm. thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, outside of that, there's the hair colors and face painting. Oh yes. Uh, well, I'll wait for. for uh, did you want to? Did you want to lead Mata to get that, or you want to get it for her and not talk about it? Oh, I buy it for her. Excellent. Without, without her knowing. <laughs> it's like two gold pieces, so. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, what else? What else? Ah, yes. <laughs> there, um, there are corn dogs, of course, uh, Shaw. So you can definitely have plenty of those. Um, uh, basically, any treat you can think of for food and whatnot. Say no more. I'm taking off twenty gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's like an actual truckload. I think, I think, like literally, like like five gold pieces would get you the amount that you're thinking. <laughs> Acceptable. <laughs> um, uh, yes, there's another performance which is in okay, and this is weird, but only in Bodhavun, uh an acrobatic poetry reading. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and no Mata, there are not attunement. Oh, that was uh Ella who asked. Never mind. It's not attunement now. <laughs> no, I wasn't uh, asking. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh this is what the acrobatic looks like. And it's very strange because um the performances can be whatever you want them to be, kind of thing. And for those of you who aren't used to it, um her performance she basically is smoking a hookah while doing acrobatics while doing poetry. And she speaks in a low voice and the subject matter is very sexual and very explicit. But at the same time, it's kind of beautiful, but it's one of those like, 
you know, when you go to a poetry reading and everyone's like snapping their fingers, like, yes, yes. Like that kind of uh, mentality. Uh, it's very strange. That's <laughs> just going to cover Mattis' ears and yeah. slowly drag her away from this. <laughs> it definitely makes several of you blush. Uh, except for Vashi, it's normal. <laughs> sitting there like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That is the kind of sense you get of like, what the fuck is this? Like, what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, another thing that pops up is a, a more wholesome thing. Um, which is you see this tiefling walk up on stage and she announces her to herself as Star Joy and she is very nervous and she walks up on stage wearing uh, uh, you know the, the, the top hats that a magician would wear and she has like a small black cape and a little a little plastic wand. <laughs> uh, and she asked for her assistant to come up, which is her assistant, Celine, who looks like this. Oh, so mad if she were a drow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, <laughs> uh, Bashi, you know that both of these, um, both of these people are what's considered moon-kissed, which I, I think I mentioned it before, where People that have uh, any kind of markings that that are like the night sky or like the moon or anything similar to that are considered moon kissed. And that doesn't mean anything to most people. It just means like uh, essentially you're you're just destined to in some way be be related or or end up having to do with the moon kind of thing. Um, although there's no there's nothing to really prove that there there is a thing where like people who have any kind of um, moon-based birthmarks or anything like that somehow always find their way in Vadalun at one point or another. And Celine is a drow, so obviously she would be here. Uh, But she has a similar thing to Mara in that her eyes almost look like night skies. Not quite the same as Mara's, but there is a similarity. And as this per- as this person comes on stage and she has her assistant with her, she very awkwardly does a little <laughs> a little magic show uh, where she pulls a rabbit out of a hat and she makes a coin disappear. And she calls upon uh, an audience member to pull out a card and she makes it appear at the top of the deck. Uh, it's very cute. And, and in a world of real magic, it's like, oh, this is extremely cute. Um, and she is kind of bumbling over herself a little bit, but it makes it even better. Uh, and she very awkwardly, as she finishes, gives a bow. And her assistant, Celine, uh, helps out and does the same thing. And then they move on to the next performance. <laughs> uh, as we walk once by yes, please, please. She joins the group, um, she's just going to walk up behind Mada and not say anything and just drape the cloak around her shoulders. Mada? 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 Tell me you're back. Mada's muted. 
No. Wow. 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 I'll wait and I'll do it again when she's back. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Perhaps she'd gotten her coffee by now, but I God damn it. I guess she just couldn't get her coffee. I guess she went to Scooters. (laughs) What? (laughs) Drove to Scooters. It's a coffee shop. I forget Ah, the coffee shop. She's (laughs) bold of you to assume that Eve can drive. (laughs) Eve leaves the house. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Okay. There she is. You missed literally everything. Oh no. I believe Vashti wants to do something. Yes. Um Vashti pulled away from the group first while they were distracted by the sexy acrobat. <laughs> um it was an excellent distraction. <laughs> and uh as she returns to the group, she uh, comes up behind Mada and doesn't say anything, but wraps a cloak around Mada's shoulders. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> where you? Uh, I thought these were just for show. I didn't know you could actually get them. Oh yes, they're sold. Uh, several merchants have them. Oh my god, it's beautiful. I thought you would like it. It like. She kind of just grabs it in like one hand and lifts it and kind of twirls it a little. It doesn't really do much as far as like actual protection or anything, but it's it's enchanted with the spell that makes the night sky on the inside. I mean, no, it's it's beautiful. It doesn't have to do anything. It just it came from you, and it looks so nice. Happy Purple Moon! Happy Purple Moon, is there... Should I be gifting you something? No. (laughs) Thank you. Come dye our hair. (gasps) What color are you going to dye yours? Oh, you know... It's already such a, a really pretty light violet. I think I'll go for something drastically different. And she goes and she dyes it blonde. (laughs) <laughs> I'll do blue. Excellent. Excellent. <clears throat> the hair dyes are a simple copper piece. Eskin, do you want to go dye your... <laughs> Just gonna look at her like, really? <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. I was so distracted by that weird woman who was doing the... This place is strange. I feel like I'm not allowed to look at half the things here. If I thought I saw it. Harold in that crowd. I think he was crying. Sitting <laughs> <laughs> over there? It is a pocket. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. I... My... <laughs> It is canon that Beryl was moved uh, by the poetry. <laughs> You're welcome, Eve. Uh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Amongst okay. that, there's also um, a show of uh, interpretive dance. And amongst them is actually uh, Vix, uh, one of the werewolves, the one who's very competitive, uh, a along with uh, a moon-kissed dancer. Um, and they perform an interpretive dance together. And for as much as you've seen Vix be very uh, athletic and very um, competitive, uh, she's never moved with the grace that you see for her interpretive dance. Um, it is an unexpected grace, and she she does a very good job. And you don't know really what the dance is about, but it it kind of entices a emotion. Uh, but it's very powerful and moving. <laughs> For some of you. <laughs> I just look at <laughs> And there's also a play that is performed about the legendary uh, drows of Calfian and Shalval, which I believe I have mentioned to you guys before. Um, it's about oh, the two drow. The, um, constellation. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I told those stories. Yes, you did. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so people wear like masks and costumes and whatnot. Uh, but okay. basically, the portrayal of them is in these two pictures uh, where Cheval ends up with the, the cloak of shadows and Calfin <gasps> ends up with the clouds uh, given to them by Lunara. Um, now, those actual things aren't what they have. But the this the portrayal of of the the legendary drow kind of thing. What kind of masks are they wearing? Um, just like regular uh, masks of like for shows and stuff like that. Isn't it all just a show? <laughs> She'll put on the crab brawler mask. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there are there is just show after show and endless games and it just kind of it just goes on and on and every time you think you've kind of like seen everything there is to see there's something new that pops up and it's it's a it's an it's a very joyous atmosphere now are there any games in which i can win teddy bears i have a teddy bear collection to beat. there are i shall partake <laughs> uh, if you want to actually do so, let me know. If not, we can we can just say you you got some of them. The choice is yours. I think we can just sort of like go over it since there's stuff to get done. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Agreed, agreed. Uh, she returns after a while with a handful of stuffed bears. There's a new to your there's a new amount to your collection. Some with spears. Uh, um uh yeah uh there is there is one of the acrobat <laughs> uh but a teddy bear version uh anyway and this one has a little cloak and i think this one is supposed to be lunara but it's a little it's a little strange i'm not sure if it is her but it's really pretty anyways those eyes don't look like they're lining up Mm, that's right. Maybe Basti can enchant it after. We'll see. <laughs> Alright, have we gotten enough games? I mean, I feel like there's never enough games and shows. It just never ends here. There's a lot of games and shows. Yeah, there's, there are games and shows. 
I feel like compared to other places we visited, this has definitely has more games and shorts. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, amongst the people, hold on, hold on. Vashti. <clears throat> amongst the, the sea of uh, familiar and not familiar faces, you do see the familiar face of Roa, which is the drow that you met in Rohind, who came here some hmm. time ago. Uh, mm -hmm. And she kind of has a cart and she's selling teas to people, very common teas, everyone at the festival. Uh, and there's a bunch of uh, children drow that are kind of following her around and helping her uh, give out teas to people. And she sees you and is elated. And she comes over and gives you the, the drow greeting. Hello! Sorry, I got oh. a cookie in my mouth. <laughs> no, it is okay, please. Thank you so very much for having me come back here. I, <clears throat> I forgot what it was like. Hmm. Do you feel at home? So much so. And she looks around kind of happily at everyone. Um, please have some tea, all of you. It'll be on the house. Uh, and several of the, the drow children come out and smile and give you guys tea. Uh, one of them looks at Haskin and is like, what happened to your eye? Does anyone ever step on your tail? I think I'm just going to go... Oh, no, stay, Heskin. You must hear, little ones, the story of Heskin. He is a very powerful warrior. Oh, they look around at each other. For you see, in... You know how we don't have a lot of boys around here? No, no, not really. In his culture, the men are very, very strong and powerful warriors. And he is the most powerful of all. Some might even say he's a prince. <gasps> Not You're a prince. prince. <laughs> oh my gosh, he just giggles. He looks like he wants to leave more. Little ones, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you are in the presence of royalty? And they all do a little curtsies and bows. I don't, I don't know what I'm they went A to Brutane and all pulled out knives. <laughs> <laughs> now, children, give them some space. And they all kind of uh, back away and give space. One of them keeps doing bows as they back away, like multiple <laughs> bows. <laughs> I kept forgetting information, Haskin. Why are you so obsessed with using children? <laughs> she shrugs. <laughs> uh, during that little interaction uh, there is a, a drow teenager who is standing behind uh, Vashti and she's just looking at you no and you actually see that it is Selena the, uh, the one who was on stage Hello. Oh, oh wait, who's sitting behind? Sorry, I was finding. I was, I was say, who's she? Who's she like staring at? Yeah. I don't know. She's not <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. I was finding a gif. I'm sorry. Hi, 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 hello. 
Hello. Hello. Your magic show is very charming. Hi. Ah, yes. Sorry, I was just the assistant to Star Joy. I I have been meaning to want you. Ah, I I mean I wanting to meet you for the longest time. Really? Uh, I have been training to become a wizard one day, um, just like you, Vashti. Oh, that is wonderful. Yes, I, I think so as well. I, I want to be just like you. Do you get the, um, and she points to her head, like, the visions? No, um, but I am studying magic. <clears throat> ah! I, I want to be a wizard, and I am going to go to Acer Ground someday very soon, in a couple of years. That is wonderful. It is a wonderful place to learn. I think so, too. Uh, I'm going to be the second drow to ever go to learn magic. Uh, and I want to follow in your steps. And I just wanted to know if there are any pointers you could have for me. And maybe if I can get a letter of recommendation. <laughs> of course. Why don't you go go enjoy Purple Moon and come by my house uh tomorrow after the festivities and we'll sit, we'll have some tea and I will tell you all about Azergron and I will most definitely contact the uh, the faculty there. Uh, am I dreaming? No. Okay. Thank you for speaking with me. <laughs> She's holding her book and just walks away in a random direction. Did, did she say you were the first trout in magic, or...? I was the first to leave Vandaloon to learn magic, yes. <clears throat> I'm not the, the only drow who can do magic. Uh, but I, I am the first to study at the, the Azer Grand Academy. I perhaps should probably tell her I wasn't actually, like, officially enrolled, and so most of the people don't know me there. Let's tomorrow. It's fine. I'm a high mage now. They'll they'll let her in. <laughs> After you guys get your tea, bro, uh, uh, sends a farewell and thanks you once more. And she goes on to the festivities, and the children follow to help her. Until eventually, matter of fact, why don't we take a little break and we come back? To close out Purple Moon, which Vashti, you know what that means. This I do. <clears throat> Two-minute two break. Two-minute break. Hey, y'all. Laura Lynn here to tell you a little bit about the awesome podcast hosting service, Buzzsprout. We use Buzzsprout here at Do We Level Up and absolutely love it. It's simple, affordable, and lets us get our content on every major platform in the blink of an eye. All you need is an idea, equipment, and Buzzsprout can make your podcast dreams come true. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Podcasting is not hard when you have the right partners. So if you're looking for a great podcast hosting website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your own episodes, definitely check out Buzzsprout. Following the link in our show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and helps support our show. So check out Buzzsprout. Thanks! 
Knights and Nerds is not just an actual play D&D podcast with an original campaign being played by a group of friends who tolerate each other. It's also a podcast where I, the Dungeon Master, talk about how I'm adapting to the choices the players make, as well as revealing to you, the audience, the complex story and deadly twists that I have in store for my players. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or at knightsandnerds.com. Oh, hello friends. My name is Skylar, and I'm here to tell you about my show, Fireside Dice. We are a live play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast that takes place in the multiverse of Magic the Gathering. You'll follow along as our characters, Bartholomew. I will withhold my comments until someone who has authority can receive them. Balfour. I have a very important question for you now. Bacon or sausage? Surrey? We're in a public place and you can't just go around shooting just goblins just because you have bad blood with them. And Levin. Levin will sense the eyes on her and she'll stare back down and go as long without blinking as she possibly can. Adventure through myriads of worlds. There'll be adventure, hijinks, and plenty of opportunities to disrupt the Dungeon Master's plans. So come, join us by the fire. The story's about to begin. Okay, okay. The time has arrived. It gets closer and closer to sundown, which means the purple moon will rise. Which means, for those who do not know, it is essentially the blue moon in our world. Um, And it is still called a blue moon in this world, uh, except in Vadalun, where it is purple moon. As the second full moon in the month is going to rise tonight. And Shaw, you have been assured that you will be safe. <sighs> yeah, she's a, definitely a little fidgety. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As it gets closer to sundown, There's a point in which Zen kind of clears her throat behind you guys, and you turn to see her, and she is there uh, in a a more festive outfit. uh, Sort of like a like a performance attire, like a small uh, frilly kind of uh, dressed-looking thing. (laughs) Ah, yes. Vashti. Mm-hmm. The time is arriving. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go first before we do our thing? Uh, the next time slot is yours, after all. Yes, sure. If you need a moment, you can take it. No, right. We can go. Okay. You go first, and then we'll we'll do our thing together. Mm-hmm. And then she steps away, leaving you with your friends. 
What was she talking about? Oh, um, well, each of us sort of, as you like, saw all of the different people doing their their bits of magic or their poetry or, or things like that. We each have gifts that we present to Lunara, and it is my turn. So uh, I will be back. Just gonna lead down to Sean. Did we need to bring anything or? I don't know. We have to impress them. I don't think I'm ready for this. It's a drowning. All I have is our animal parts. <laughs> oh, thank God. Well, you got the fruit. <laughs> As you guys discuss amongst yourself for a moment. You watch as Vashti takes the stage. Mm -hmm. In hand, with the violin, as she begins to play. You see her close her eyes. And get swept away with the music. And she lets loose this performance and she seems completely gone in it. A side of her none of you have ever seen before as she essentially disappears before you and all you have left is the music that she plays. And very quickly you see everyone has eyes on the performance, all looking at Washi. But all that's left there is her music. And you see in her face with her closed eyes the the emotion and tension and the focus. You see a pained expression from time to time. As the words she can't speak normally, she puts into her song. until she brings it down slowly and finishes. And the crowd erupts with applause. Yeah. I imagine there's like a, a hot second of silence and then we're <laughs> hooting and hollering. Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah. you, you hear Beryl call out I know her I've kept her safe I'm here <laughs> I'm allowed to talk to her <laughs> <laughs> in the crowd uh, you hear Rickens like I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding 
<laughs> and then you see Zen walk up and kind of give a, a smile and a a nod towards Vashti. Uh, and her, her small smirk that she normally has becomes a wide smile as she looks at her and she looks over at the crowd. Um, uh, after the performance is done, um, Zen kind of uh, puts her hand out to show, uh, you know, to, 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 to point towards Vashi and everyone's clapping and whatnot. And then she looks at Vashi as she pulls out her own violin. And she gives a nod as the two of them together. Well, first it starts with Zen as she begins a performance. The whole while, Vashi's kind of strumming very slowly, and you can hear that one note in the background kind of waiting as Zen picks it up faster and faster. Until eventually... A sort of duel begins. A duel not of swords or fists, but of bow and string. There's an intensity that grows as the music builds more and more. Zen challenging Vashti. And Vashti accepts. And as the music builds between the both of them back and forth in this duel of music, the crowd gets louder and more excited. You can feel the electricity charging all around all of you. And they kick off for real as they step up to the next stage. And you watch as other drows in the crowd with other instruments like drums and uh, other smaller instruments start kind of joining in to build into this, this big crescendo of music from all around the entire city welcoming Lunara as in the distance the sun begins to set. Or rather... It has been setting. The two go from a duel to a piece of work combining together. And this goes back and forth for some time until eventually it builds and builds and builds into this final explosion of music from the two of them just as the sun finally sets. And from it, 
there is as the sky turns orange and the last of the sun sets a flash of purple light gives way in the sky and from it you see a soft figure descend from the clouds Skin, a flawless lavender and gray. Long hair, wisps of fine silk. And a slender figure that lets out a melodic voice as she hits the highest note you've ever heard. Eyes closed tight. It threatens to bring tears to the eyes of many. Her voice carries with it a soothing feeling that washes over the crowd. Like rolling waves of peace over and over again. She drifts down slowly until finally her toes land on solid ground. Everything goes silent. She finally opens her eyes to reveal what seems like spotlights of purple lights staring directly into your eyes. And it makes your eyes water. Her presence alone feels like a caring mother or a grandmother all at once. Ready to make you tea and rock you to sleep, promising to keep you safe as you rest. And you know it to be true. There is a comfort that comes with her. A safety. She wears a long white dress that seems impossibly soft. And as she smiles for the first time, Another wave of drowsiness hits you. A smile so beautiful that you forget about every bad thing in the world. She holds out her arms. My family. And although she whispers the words, you all hear it clearly. But what's funny is that each of you hear her accent in whatever form sounds the most relaxing to you. And if you could look around, you would see all the drow citizen who are in tears at seeing her arrive again. 
And very quickly, you see many of the Shao citizens rush forward to give her hugs all at once. Which a normal-sized person would be very difficult, but she's about nine feet tall. And you hear her laugh ringing out throughout the city. And it sounds like soft rain on water, followed by the ringing of light bells. And she says it tickles. And she moves about the crowd with many of the citizens towards a nearby tent set up. And as she does, you see her kind of shrink down to normal size and step inside with the others. And you all stand there together amongst these, each other as people begin to kind of line up. <laughs> Shaw will sort of just side speak to Heskin. So you saw that too, right? This is weird. Yeah. Yeah. We should get the line. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a sort of gravity, a pull to her. Vashi does not rush forward like all of the other drows. She steps off the platform where she was playing and just goes back and rejoins her friends. Mm-hmm. Vashi, you see them was, there. That was beautiful. Thank you. I didn't know you could do that. I really only play once a year. Hey, you're that good at it? Lunara grants many gifts. Oh. <laughs> you see people in line smiling and laughing and some of them wiping away tears. Everyone seems happy. How's everyone feeling in character? This is unreal, but at the same time, familiar in a weird way for Mata. The idea of like, you know, higher power descending and bearing witness to it, but I guess she's not quite used to the whole um, degree of worship the uh, mm -hmm. drow go to. So she's definitely just watching and kind of seeing how everything's playing out. Um, Shaw hasn't been able to take her eyes off of the, like, the, the tent where Nara <laughs> went in. Uh, I know, shocker and surprise. He, definitely a little confused with this, because, like... Honestly, that's pretty fair. Because... <laughs> 
Azkin didn't even know most of these other gods existed before leaving the forest, so this is uh-huh, definitely uh-huh. a very new, like, <laughs> thing for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he's not I'm really... And he's much just hanging back and watching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Vashti is stoked. She's super excited, but she's remaining calm and just taking her place in line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's not fretting or overly worried that she won't get to see her because she knows Lenora always makes time for her. Yeah. And you guys are able to wait in line. Um, after oh, a moment. Oh, go ahead. How should we address her? Lunara is fine. She's... Oh. She's pretty casual. Like, you don't have to bow or anything. She just likes to meet her people. I can introduce you. If that... That would make you more comfortable. It would, actually. Yep, I can do that. Thank you. Uh, do I see Amara, Amara in line? Uh, there's two, there's just a, a sea of people. You don't see her anywhere. Okay. Hmm. I'll keep an eye out for her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eventually, your guys' time doesn't take terribly long. Um, and when you do, you you do actually see Amara uh, in the front of the crowd, just kind of, kind of awestruck watching her. Um. And you guys, is she uh, ahead of us or after us? Uh, it looks like after. Okay. And you see in the tents, Lunara, who sort of looks like a regular Jow at times, if it wasn't for the fact that she like basically emanates light. <laughs> it's pretty unreal. And for a moment, she kind of looks around as if searching for something. And then her eyes land in your guys' direction. And she waves and smiles and beckons you to come forth. Here goes nothing. And at that point, I walk up and I kiss her on her forehead. And she kisses you. I have missed you. I've missed you, my darling. These are my friends. Uh, this is Heskin and Mother, and this is Shaw. Hello. Hello. Hi. And she gives you a big hug. All of us? Shaw. <laughs> I'll hug her back. <laughs> and it is... the warmest, most comfortable hug. You kind of, like, drift away for a moment where it feels like like you're on, like you're waiting in the water of the beach at night. And it's like tropical warm water with a breeze that's not too cold. It's just right. And you feel the rays of the moon washing over you as you kind of swim around in water. And everything just feels calm. 
you hug like legitimately for like a full minute until she finally kind of lets go softly. I I heard you calling. I did. Sorry it took too long to get here. She smiles warmly. You came here just in time. I... And she looks around at her friends. Now that... It... Now that you're finally here, I... I don't know what to say, I don't know where to start. If you all like, we could just spend some time together. We can just talk. And Vashti pulls up a, a pillow, um, mm-hmm. right on like the right-hand side of where Lunara is sitting, and just sits down and lounges on the floor and kind of lays her head on Lunara's knee. And she looks back at you and gives you the warmest smile. Like a, a child who's gone away for a long time and finally has come home. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't say anything. She just does that. She kind of does the thing where she like scrunches her nose at you. With a smile. <laughs> and basically, yeah, you guys are able to kind of join in and have a sit down and, and speak with her. And she goes... Um, she basically, like, just has a conversation with you guys and asks you questions about your journey and is is more just, like, listening. And she treats each of you differently. With Shaw, she's very warm and very, like, huggy and and... She gives the best hugs. Like, you thought you may have given the best hugs. She gives the best hugs. <laughs> <laughs> and this is... This is okay. This is permitted. <laughs> With Heskin, it, it's it's For strange. Now. She... She she keeps a fair distance, but she... She speaks a lot with her hands, and... She listens, and... When you're talking with her, you could almost smell like campfire and you can hear the crackling fire and the sounds of animals in the distance as if you're in the jungle. You can smell like a fat boar on a spit roast and you can almost hear the laughing of your people and it kind of comes with a bit of melancholy. But there is a sort of familiarity about it. And Vashti, she speaks to you in such a cadence that almost like you're this, like you are the most important thing. Like you are so precious to her. And she'll occasionally kind of comb a loose strand of hair. And she kind of nitpicks over you the way a mom does. (laughs) Uh, A similar pattern to what, um, a pattern that you notice that Zen has picked up, kind of deal. <laughs> you don't know if she has does it, if she does it subconsciously or not. But um, it's more, it's like a like a mom fussing over you, not not in any kind of negative way, but just 
making you feel looked after. And kind of how I imagine uh, Vashti is with Mata. Yep. <laughs> and Mata, uh, there's a moment where she goes, Oh, hello there. And she kind of seems surprised, as if, like, you snuck up on her almost. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh, um, hi. <laughs> Sorry. I figured, uh, I'm kind of just along for the ride. Seems Bashi's really familiar with you, and Sha <laughs> likes you a lot. Sha likes everyone a lot. <laughs> hi. She gives a warm smile and stares in you into your eyes, and it's hard to stare for long. Like, you kind of feel like you have to look away from time to time Mm -hmm. but with you she keeps a very comfortable distance she doesn't give you hugs or gets too close she she gives you uh, if you have a personal space bubble she's at the very edge of it at all times not passing it and if you ever look at her for too long she actually looks away before you do kind of thing noted Lada uh, doesn't really have anything pressing to say. I think this is more for Sean Vashti, so she'll stay kind of quiet and just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. After watching the interaction with Mada, Vashti just gives Lunara a very knowing look. What do you know? <laughs> Everything. Tell me her secrets. <laughs> What if I use my my wish spell just to fuck with my no no I <laughs> I want Veil to not exist anymore. <laughs> imagine imagine thinking you can be affected by a wish spell. Couldn't be me. <laughs> I know that there are people waiting to speak with you, and I'm sure Ashley wants to do that as well. It feels like time is a little short. I have so many questions. Ask them, and I'll see what I can do. And Lunara, I am. Um, I yield my time for Shah, and I give her another kiss on the forehead, and I leave. Uh, gives, are you sure, Vashti? She kind of stops you for a moment. And she puts, like, a hand on your cheek. I have time for all of you. I know. But Shaw has more... pressing matters. I am fine. I will see you next year. She gives another scrunched nose and a kiss on the forehead. You know where to find me, my love. I know. And then she'll sort of nudge Shaw and just push her forward. Go. <laughs> yeah. And Shaw isn't super tall or anything like that, especially not compared with the draw. But she definitely looks small at that moment. <sighs> where to where to begin? My people. 
I'm, I'm really scared to ask. I, I, was I the only one who made it out? She closes her eyes for a moment. Despite what you think, I am not alone. But there's a sense of direction. She's definitely holding her breath. Nice sense. I see. You're not alone. She swallows hard. Okay. Okay, then there's... There's hope. I want to find them. I want to. I want to do something. I hear. I hear what's left of Falcone's gun. There has to be a way to get it back to fix things. She nods very softly. Something that is gone does not mean it is lost. As long as there is someone there to fight for something. can be rebuilt. I would do anything. But I... Before I can do that, I need to understand. I need to know what happened. She kind of frowns a little bit at this. I am not alone. I can only sense and see what is before you, not what came after. Much like all of those who become touched by the moon. It was like one day you were not there and then you were, in a sense. It is difficult to explain. I understand. I'm guessing that means you 
can't really help me with the memory thing. She smiles. I didn't say that. She looks up at that. You can help with that? She nods. Not all at once. But there is something. Blocking, it, it seems. Some kind of magic. I was told this before, but I don't know what could have caused it. I can heal you. She looks a little hesitant at this. Would that... Would that take... The wish? She smiles. I think there's been a misunderstanding. My wish... It does not belong to any singular person, but whoever needs it most. However, to help you with your memory would not take a wish. Good. Then, then I'll, I'll take that, please. There are others who need your help more than I do, but this... This could change a lot. She smiles again. I hope the others have been able to help you. She nods. Yeah. really good people and are doing the best that they can do there are two of you who have come this year who wanted the lycanthropy removed But in any future that I offer it to you, you always give it away. She'll give a sad smile at that. So you know. I did. I can... 
can do this. Maybe for one year, maybe for longer. However long it takes, as long as there's other people who need it more than me. It's not right. She smiles and says something that doesn't make sense to you, but it seems like it means more than what it is, as she says. A year can make all the difference. She's a little puzzled at that, but not. Amara, my dear. And Amara kind of steps forward very tentatively, and she looks at you, and she stands next to you and holds your hand. Give it a little squeeze. Do you mind if Shaw is here? And she just like shakes her head <laughs> quickly. Like, it's like, no. And she squeezes your hand. I'm sorry for all that you have lost. And I hope you can find peace again. And she kind of leans in close. And Amara kind of steps forward, slowly letting go of your hand. I wish. And you don't hear the words that follow. But she kisses her forehead. And there's a flash of light. And Amara's scent feels different. It's similar, but different. And she's grateful, but is without words. <laughs> and she turns to you in tears and just gives you a big hug. Yeah, I will give her a big Shaw smile and a big hug. And you just hear her say thank you. You did this. And she kind of slowly leaves. Just having, just needing some time for herself kind of deal. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When Mara speaks. Do you mind if your friends are here? Not at all. I wouldn't have it any other way. Someone get Bashi, please. She doesn't have to sacrifice herself. <laughs> Need to get boots for her to chant it and make that noise whenever she runs. <laughs> so you're able to get Bashi back. I have gifts for all of you. I know. Again? Even for Floof? <laughs> <laughs> you get a cat. You get a cat. 
<laughs> Everyone get the cat. <laughs> That's Lara's gift to all of, all of the world. I have seen what you have all been doing. And how you helped my people. And helped Vashti as she has helped you. I see the peace you keep. When I see the selflessness that you have. And for that I wish to... Give you presents, not rewards. And she kind of goes to each of you. And Vashti, she kisses you on the forehead. And Shaw, she gives you a big hug. And Heskin, she gives you a nod. <laughs> and Mata, she gives you a nod, sort of like a nod bow. Mm-hmm. A yee-haw. A yee <laughs> Tip of the hat. In a moment, she just kind of waves her hands. And something inside each of you feels different. You feel like your mind has opened a bit. Or rather, your your mind's eye or whatever. Your mind's eye or whatever. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. As you all gain a new feat. Ooh. Called attunement. <laughs> so you can all have an extra attunement slot. What? Oh my god! Except there is a little caveat. Oh, I thought you were to say, except for Heskin or something like that. <laughs> Mada. Oh uh, no. Mada. As uh, she goes to do this, she kind of looks back at you for a moment. It seems you already have this gift. I, I do? She nods. Something special seems to be a part of you. You see it? Um. Did she? Did she ask? She asked about your uh, the the special item you're attuned to. Mm-hmm. She's just asking to see it. Yeah, of course. I promise I won't touch it. She'll kind of just pull it out. That is rather lovely. Thank you. I um. What is it? Yeah. What is it? 
fuck? He wants to know your secrets. You've all seen it a thousand times. Yeah, it's not anything new. Um, yeah, she it? just kind of pulls out her wolf mask and shows it to Ludara. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Very good friend gave it to me. It is very lovely. I'm... She thinks for a moment. Since I cannot provide you with this gift, perhaps I can give you another one. I wouldn't say no. Everyone under my care is very important to me. And I want to make sure they are safe. I feel like you understand this. I do. You want to keep your friends happy and safe, yes? Of course. She looks at all of them. There's nothing I want more. <laughs> she smiles. Would it be okay if I made you something similar to that? She points to your mask. I hope that doesn't come off as disrespectful. Oh, absolutely not. I would love something like that. Good. And she presses her hands together, and a soft glow comes out of it. And as she closes her eyes and focuses, the light underneath her, between her palms, gets brighter and brighter until it stops. And then she uncovers it and shows you a mask. You know the Staff of Healing? I know of it. It's like that, but a mask. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's it's beautiful. So you can protect your animals and keep them safe. Now, make sure they're always protected. Oh, see you later, Barold. You just hear a, a, a distant, <laughs> hey, what the fuck from outside the tent? <laughs> <laughs> and she looks you in the eyes, Mata. And so you may always have light in case it gets too dark. Um, it hasn't been dark lately. And she wants me to kind of look over the party. I've got she smiles. more than enough light. And all of these friends of mine. And she turns away. Back to the chair and sits down. Very well. Our time is almost at an end. There's one last thing I need to do. Shaw, are you ready? She takes a deep breath, looks to all of her friends. And then she steps forward. 
just before I go, I want to ask her like two questions. That's it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Actually, we can use this time real quick if you want to. Uh, let's see. First, is the very obvious question he is always going to ask anything of a higher power. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have any idea what this is? She looks to the arm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hold on. I'm going to send something to you, Eva, because I promised I would do it like this first. Okay. Look it over for a moment while I do this thing with Heskin, okay? Guess! Uh, it's too much. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me snip it instead. God damn it. <laughs> it's too much. Let me snip it instead just so you can have a little... A little, a little preparation here because I forgot it. I'm sorry. I'll get it for you right now. I'll get it for you right now. Just give it a moment real quick. Oh, here you go, Ella. I feel that that should help. Okay, there it is. Look that over real quick. Okay, okay, okay. All right. In the meantime, yes, I meant to do that and I forgot. So sorry, sorry, Eskin. She looks over your arm. This is very old. It appears that it is not something that can be healed. It's a living organism, whatever it may be. It is feeding off of you. A wish. Perhaps, but I'm afraid. I wasn't going to ask. She nods, understanding. But maybe something can still. There are people that reside in the woods. The clan there. The what woods? The Manhattan ones. They are close to my sister. You know her well. It's gonna nod. Alora can help you. Perhaps. You have been around a long time, yes? She gives a soft smile and nods. I have only heard what I have been told by my elders, but why does so many people hate us? She furrows her brow. All I know is we are blamed for a betrayal we did not commit. She seems to 
go through a series of emotions that go across her face. I cannot answer this. And she kind of leans in and whispers to you. And you feel the warmth emanating from her, and it's like kind of strange. It's almost like a, um, like the feeling of a hot tub when your muscles like relax. I cannot speak of this. Why? She shakes her head. You will find your answers. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I will only say that it was unjust. stuff for sure. She looks a little saddened that she couldn't help. And she looks back to Shaw. Are you ready? I'm ready. And she leans in. And puts a hand to your forehead. She closes her eyes. And she kind of slowly grabs you with both hands and leans you in for a kiss on the forehead. And with that comes light and healing. At the beginning of the campaign, I we lessened your intelligence by choice. Mm-hmm. What is your intelligence score currently at? It is a seven after one augment, I believe. So an eight makes it even, which means I think you get something back. I do. Is it an eight now? It is an eight now. Yes, smarter and... than Heskin. <laughs> Already smarter than Heskin. <laughs> <laughs> As the intelligence that was lost to you was not of intelligence, but of memory. And it is restored. And with that restoration comes a moment. 
as she gives you a soft kiss on the forehead. A memory comes to you. A memory of when you were much smaller. You're in a big living room, waiting happily, excitedly. Similar to when you saw the wolf in the woods who was just excitedly looking at the butterfly. Except you, as a child, are looking up at a chandelier and you see sunlight peering through a window, not quite hidden the chandelier yet. And you spin in circles with your arms out in front of you and you can smell rice and vegetables and chicken wafting through the air from the kitchen. And you call out in your little voice, Mama, hurry! A few moments later, a beautiful woman with long blonde hair comes rushing in, smiling. She has a scar that runs directly across her nose and upper cheeks. It looks like an old scar, but it makes it impossible not to notice her piercing blue eyes. She wears a long silk white gown. She is the image of perfection, and you notice her arms are incredibly toned. <laughs> Strong mama. As you used to call her. I'm right here, little sunflower. Her voice carries both safety and strength. You feel completely at ease as she runs up and picks you up. She plants a massive kiss on your cheek over and over as she showers you with kisses. Are you ready, baby girl? Look, look, here it comes. You look up again at the crystal chandelier. Its divine image gives off a constant sparkle and you see every little handcrafted glass jewel all twinkling in your eyes. The wind blows through the open windows. The sound of wind chimes ring all throughout. Your mother closes her eyes and smiles as the wind passes through her hair. And a moment later, she opens her eyes in time to see as the first of the sunlight hits the chandelier. And immediately the light reflects into a kaleidoscope of colors as little rainbows splash all across the ceilings and walls. You cheer happily and explode in a fit of giggles. There they are. Look, look. Catch them. She smiles so wide. You reach up with your little hands and try to catch the rainbows. The world seems so bright and colorful. You feel safe. You feel at home. And the memory slowly fades as your mother rubs the tip of your nose against hers over and over. Little angel kisses, she used to call them. And before you know it, you're back on Vaudaloon.
just slowly open her eyes again. Wipe a tear away. Thank you. She nods and looks to your friends. She looks to Vashi and gives her like a knowing look. Vashi's crying. <laughs> Take care of each other. Cha will slowly make her way back towards the group. Of course. Her family. She smiles. She looks to Vashti one last time. Can I get a farewell? Hmm. Vashti will run up and hug her and she gives her a head. And she does the same. Be safe, my love. I will. We will, um, we'll talk next year. Uh, <laughs> a lot can happen in the year. She smiles with a soft, with a soft one. They need you. And I think you need them. I don't want you to go. She kind of gives like a, a pouty lip. I'm not going anywhere. I don't have any questions. But uh, I will wait. It is known. She gives you like a bunch of little kisses. always make time for me. But you have others that are more important, so... Next year. She has a sad smile. And she'll give her one last hug and she'll leave the tent. She gives a soft sigh. Kind of looks at you guys. Please take care of her. Of course. Thank you for everything. And for looking after her. Well, all of us. It is not. I should get bashed. And she'll... <laughs> she'll give her a smile and... If she'll allow uh, one last really good hug. She'll allow it. 
and then give, I guess, the two party members a look and go after Bashti. You see people waiting outside impatient, like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> What's taking these assholes so long? Why are they so special? <laughs> I heard she got three hugs. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Eskid's just gonna... Uh, thank you. Like a... I'm not gonna lie, he has like a bit of a pang of disappointment in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's gonna walk out. Thank you again for giving me the means to make sure that we can protect them and make sure they stay safe. Until next time. Please look after her. I will. I'll make sure that they don't get into too much trouble. I mean, of course there's always going to be trouble down the road for us, but... We'll be alright. She looks at you, and there's a sense of, like, uh, unsureness, confusion. But she doesn't say anything. She oh, gives a soft smile. One more kind of bow and nod and I'll head out. You hear someone go, the finally! Bitch! <laughs> it's Harold. Here, here's the catch. It's it's Harold. Uh, <laughs> I just want to ask her about that pocket. <laughs> Uh, the moment that Heskin steps through the tent and outside, Char's gonna give him a hug, and Hes and Riley isn't here to, you know, get <laughs> get out from it. So, you know, Heskin goes, <laughs> yeah, damn, you nailed it. <laughs> Okay. That was... That was definitely an experience. <laughs> I just looks to Vashti. I saw some corn drugs that way. I think I want to eat some of them right now. <laughs> yeah, let's take advantage of all the food that's around here. Why don't we? It's uh, I'll I'll, I'll pay for it. <laughs> I know, Floof, you're hungry too, aren't you? Shaw <laughs> will give give them a bit of a teary-eyed smile and just pull them in closer. Mado will definitely do a, a squeeze hug. <laughs> and we go eat corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> she brings out cat in actual cat form because she needs to pet something. Oh. Yeah. Do so. Tell mom tell mom how much you love her cat. Your <laughs> <laughs> uh, personal soundboard. 
as Reggie catches up to you guys, he kind of gives you like a look, Mata, of like, I don't see what the big deal is. And just keeps following you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Like, what? Not impressed. <laughs> a little uh, and Kat is uh, extra affectionate, Bashti. But with that, you guys are able to enjoy mouthful of corn dogs, <laughs> uh, continuing on with the festivities, mostly relaxing, I imagine, for the rest of the evening until the time comes. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Shaw tells them about what she saw as she's stuffing her mouth with corn dogs and like crying about it. Oh my god. <laughs> That's lovely. I know. <sighs> well, hopefully we'll be able to find more memories like that for you. I'll make some. Maybe. Yeah. Let's make some new memories. We can do that. And something feels different about you, Shaw, and your brain, and your mind, whatever it is. <laughs> you don't know. It feels different. It feels weird. Like, maybe more memories will come out of nowhere kind of thing now that you've been That's healed. Who knows? That's crazy. Who knows? Uh, uh, Who knows? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but eventually, the night continues on until it is time for the end of Purple Moon. But before that, Unara kind of makes her way towards the, through the crowds and talks to different people until eventually passing you guys again. And she comes and sits next to Vashti, as if just chilling on a nearby bench, as friends do. No big deal. <laughs> and at least five feet apart. <laughs> no. I offer her a corn dog. <laughs> okay, you can officially say you've offered a god a corn dog. <laughs> she says no, thank you. <laughs> Darn it! And she speaks to Vashti. I hope the stretching of your legs has helped. It has. And I hope the world has given you more to experience. I've seen quite a bit of it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot out there. More than you know. Hmm. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm not so scared anymore. I can see that. But... Uh, I don't think I'm ever going to find the answers that I look for. She looks sad at this. I don't know what to do anymore. 
people tell me I should just move on and stop looking. But if I stop, then I I just come back here. And I love it here, I do, but I I don't want to be the the woman who sits in her house and just has visions. I don't want to be what they see me as. She cups your cheek and kind of wipes away the tears. You are what you want to be, Vashti. No one can make you anything. I don't have the answers you seek. No. You must find them for yourself. You know this. I do. But we will all be here, waiting for you, whether you decide to come back or not. If I don't... If I decide to stay... out there, searching... How will I see you? You should always come back. Once a year, as I do. She just sort of nods. But you know I'm always with you. I do. It just, um, I have a feeling, that's all. It's hard for me to ignore my feelings. She nods. I just feel this is, might be the last time I'm here. She furrows her brow. She finally smiles at this. No one would keep you away from me. (laughs) Good. She smiles. Looks like someone else needs me. You'll be okay. Of course. 
She looks to your friends, then back to you. I think they have good food. They are. She squeezes your hand for a moment. Gives another kiss on the forehead. (laughs) And then begins to walk away. And you see as she goes to someone nearby, an older drow, and you can tell this because she has blonde hair, natural blonde hair, which for a drow means very, 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 very old. Mm-hmm. And she kind of just crouches beside her and looks up at her like they're old friends and they whisper quietly. And Lunar takes her by the hand. And they walk off together. Vashti sighs. Yeah. She finally gets to go home. <laughs> There's a flash of purple light, and she's gone. Pie. Who wants pie? Yep, let's get pie. That sounds good. <laughs> I'm so always room for pie. And hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. Archie eats pie too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's fruit in there. <laughs> um, but I think with that, as you guys eat corn dogs and pies and stuff your faces. We're going to stop there until next week. (laughs) Hell yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. That was a lot. I'm sorry. Okay. You did it. We did it. We did it. (laughs) We did it. We did it. We did it. Loisimos, we did it. All right. (laughs) Are we ready to close it out? We need a moment. Yeah. Go get Kleenex. I'll be right back. Yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Right. I made Laura cry. <laughs> Yay! <Yeah. laughs> you know, so at least you can introduce... make someone cry. Oh, dang. Take it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd just like to thank everybody for sticking through today. It was extra long, but made sure there's lots of fun and uh, laughs and sniffles and things to be had. Um, I know for a fact. And also, and also, and also, shows and games. <laughs> yeah, there were definitely games and shows, but um, and shows and Fuck games. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we know what we're really doing after this. So, uh, we look forward to um, not only doing that together, but with all of you guys. Uh, thank you all for listening. Speak awesome. for yourself. I gotta make Falcon great again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with that, hey guys, you'll, you'll level up. Hey yo! <laughs> yeah, you level up. I just said it. Idiot. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. <laughs> y'all laura lynn here from do we level up we wanted to thank you again for listening to our podcast and we really hope that you're enjoying season one of the show if you're enjoying the show please give us a like a follow a subscribe and leave us a review wherever you download your podcasts we also wanted to take a minute to thank uh, epidemic sound they are at epidemicsound.com they're a subscription-based service but they give you access to a huge library full of open source music that you can use in your podcasts youtube videos or anywhere that you're publishing things online it's been a super easy process to find music for the podcast recently and it is all in thanks to epidemic sound inside you can create your own playlists you can like songs you can find uh similar music it's just a really really great service um they're not paying us to talk about them but i am really enjoying working with them uh so if you're needing some music and uh looking for an inexpensive option to to find some music for your own podcasts or youtube videos or wherever it is that you're putting that content out there into the world uh check out epidemicsound.com have a great week and we'll see you next thursday